Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Like a cycle walks into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet, it's gonna ever keep me down. Live. From the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time, but we're back. How you guys doing? Can you hear me? In your cans? Yeah. Yep. Jody and Brian Music off my. Yeah, try that. Do you hear me in your cans? There you go. Now you I can hear, hear everything. How, how are your cans? Uh, my cans are fantastic. Your Thank ca- you. Your cans look a little uh, less from the last time really? I saw them. Really? Yeah. Every time I see people, they say, you look like you're losing weight, like literally every time. So I love everyone. Well, Thank you. maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you should just take the compliment, Maybe I'm just John. fat all the time before that. <laughs> hey, John, you look like less of a fat fuck. Yeah, thanks, you? Ryan, as he walks in the door and insults me. <laughs> I was at the racetrack with Ryan. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage, everybody. Thank you, uh, Mike Upchurch, filling in for Tree Void on yeah. Preemptive yeah. Strike yeah. this week. And every week you can hear uh, immediately preceding our show at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on RadioNope.com. I thought that was Upchurch playing the Deep Purple. No, that I decided to sh- open the show at Space Trucking because it was kind of the theme of the PRF weekend with Carlin Reed. Uh, so, uh, the DJ played Space Trucking and Carlin Reed just ran over and went completely batshit animal crazy. Uh, and we all sang Space Trucking. Oh, nice. He knocked over the merch table. Yeah. Uh, Carlin, he gets a pass. <laughs> Nicest guy ever. And he could hit those high notes in Space Trucking, believe right. it or not. I was going to say... <clears throat> Some say that aside from Sabbath, Deep Purple were probably like one of the first metal bands because of the vocals. Right. Yeah. Deep Purple uh, could be in the conversation as uh, the first metal band. Right. Interesting. Yeah. But they used to have David Coverdale in the band too. Right. right. Well, that was after. That after was later. Yeah. Ian, uh... Yeah. So uh, what was I saying, Ryan? Oh, Ryan, by the way, uh, insulted me uh, at the racetrack. I said uh, there was a plate of what couscous there. This has come up like five times. I don't know why, because I think it's funny. <laughs> wait, 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 we haven't heard this. Yet. It's like a we plate of a plate of couscous, and I'm like, ah. And he's like, have some couscous. I'm like, ah, I'm not really a couscous guy. He goes, you're a fucking loser. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Whoa! It was great. I told you to fuck yourself after you called me you, a loser. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, Ryan was trying to provide. Did you make the couscous, Ryan? No, because couscous is hard to I make. Think your wife Eric might have made it. Erica made it, but it's not, it's, I, I didn't take any offense to anybody. I'm not really a couscous guy. You're a fucking loser. I just he says. It would be out of left field to say that to you. So. Yeah, it was funny. They t- totally t- threw me off guard. There's so much hostility in the Middle East. Why do you have to bring the couscous <laughs> here couscous. into it? Right. Bring some kiwa. So I'm joined here today by uh, Brian Collison, Brian Musikoff, and of course the lovely and the talented Jody Shapiro. Pleasure to be here. Yes, hello. How's everybody doing? Good. Okay. So are we going to do a little recap on uh Yeah, Chicago? we'll do a little PR. This is my first recap. Barbecue recap. Ryan came to the barbecue on yeah. Saturday. Ooh, it was Ryan. amazing. He so flew in it. for the day. I'm interested to hear what you have. By the way, uh, at 9 p.m., we have a guest calling in Bob Burt. Uh, yeah. Used to be the drummer awesome. of Sonic Youth, yeah. Pussy Galore, Action Swingers, 
Chrome Cranks, Bewitched, et cetera, et cetera. You name it. Yeah. He was in it. He was in it. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. So, yeah, that was. I just want to, first off, say that I had high expectations of the people I was going to meet for the first time. And, of course, a bunch of people I already knew. And everybody exceeded my expectations there. Wow, that's nice. Everybody was so welcoming. Everybody was real cool to hang out with. And uh, I got... and. I, I just had a real good time having conversations with all these people. And did you see any good bands? Yeah, <laughs> every one of them was great. <laughs> did you catch Champagne so, Cherry? Yeah, I was right up front. Okay, you know, Ryan, I was on the computer with my finger on the mouse, about to click a last-minute ticket. If I got to the airport within an hour and a half, I could have been there, but I just couldn't. Yo, Kev, what time are you going to leave? I was going to catch an eight o'clock flight out of Newark. On what day? On the Friday before. Oh, you're going to leave 8 p.m.? And Yep, and I was going to wow. get there within like an hour and a half's notice, just pack up and go, and I just couldn't. Oh, Logic great. took over. I just couldn't do it. You should have totally done it. Um, it's it's funny how, like, you know, from the outside, it looks really insular and, you know, impregnable. But if you get there and you actually go, everyone's really nice yeah, and welcoming and stuff. Even Champagne Jerry, uh, you know, I've ingrained been himself. Brian's in been to him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. just saying, Ryan, is it's his first one. I should have. It's not all Ryan about you, it, music right. offering. There's other people around. <laughs> That's too. why I didn't go. This pair up wasn't all time, about Brian. me, so I didn't come. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell us, give us your recap of the thing you didn't go to. Stayed home and did, did what J-O. I do when I stay home, right? <laughs> Watch cartoons and cried you in the mirror. Wise guys with Joe Piscopo and Danny DeVito. You J.O. while you're crying in the mirror and watching cartoons. It has to be a cartoon. Oh, Otherwise, man. I can't get it up. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. Every, uh, one thing I love about Chicago is that they sell fireworks at Walgreens. <laughs> I didn't buy yeah, any, but they uh, totally do. Yeah. You totally bought some. Happy Fourth of July, right? That, that's one thing Walsh was was sure to bring up. He says while he's out there, he's definitely going to come home with some fireworks. Because if it's one thing a city with constant gunfire needs, it's things that sound like gunfire. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's been pretty quiet in my neighborhood though lately. Which... It? I was getting on the train last night and uh, or the night before last, and the, and somebody was I, I ran onto the train real quick because it sounded suspect. Didn't you, sound like fireworks. Usually, the week leading up to Fourth of July in my neighborhood is is not quite Vietnam like it used to be when I grew up in the Bronx, but it's pretty yeah. active and they've been super duper quiet. Although a bunch of kids did jump into the pool the other night uh, with no lifeguard. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you, you go out? Did you go out there and yell at them? No, but uh, <laughs> the, the the cranky dude who lives in my building who's trying to kill fun for all the neighborhood kids called the cops on them. Uh, uh, fun smash. Kids in the pool call the cops. This well, year... I mean it is dangerous, but you yeah, know, they weren't doing it. They were smoking weed or whatever. You know, let let the kids smoke some weed. Right. Man. Let they let them listen to space truck and yeah. whatever the kids do out there. You can jump in the pool. Throw the merch table in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 10 year anniversary that somebody uh, made a, do- uh, a baby Ruth in my pool. Oh, <laughs> nobody, no. could go, nobody could go to the pool for 4th of July. It was oh, awful. Uh, <laughs> we've yeah. been having a pool hop, but we have an above ground pool in our backyard, and we have a pool hopping problem. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't know. We don't want to cover it every night. Just, I said, fuck it, let them swim. Put a little live electricity in there. You'll figure boy. it out. It's, an, it's a liability, so you can't kill people. Right. I, sh- I should bring up that at the barbecue, uh, our uh, loyal listener, number 30, great guy, uh, bought us all scratch-off tickets in our absence. Oh, that's number 30? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was cool. And who's the only person who fucking won was goddamn Mario. <laughs> oh, did you win like a dollar, Ryan? I won a dollar, yeah. Ryan, so. Mario won $10. And the great thing is, it's the Illinois lottery, and I have it in my wallet, and I'm holding it in my hand now so that he can't cash it in. <laughs> so I'm going to make him hold this uh, $10 that he can't ever use. 
He's going to figure kill him. out a way. Yeah, he's going to like. He'll do it. He'll do the Newman. Lock, yeah, exactly. Lock himself <laughs> in the back of a mail truck. I was supposed to go to the store and cash in. I completely slipped my mind. It's a whirlwind that I bought those barbecues. Traded in for fireworks. There's a million people to talk to. You, can, you can't do everything you want to do. It's I know. nuts. Here's the thing, too, is that I feel like there's people I should have introduced myself to, and I just wasn't sure who they were. That's why you have to go so, next time. Yeah, to meet I everybody. Guess. Uh, you so, know what was really fun? The Kentucky one. Louisville was great. I'd like to go to that. Yeah. Actually, I was really happy because I got to, right as I was leaving, I got to meet Alexa. And uh, I thought that I was that, that was not going to happen. She was she was really cool. She she spotted me and called me over. And uh, You didn't meet Alexa so. when she came here? No. No, oh. I wasn't here. She, uh, Erica met her, not me, though. Oh. Right? You guys all went out one night. She, yeah, but I she thought did. she's been, like, before I was a cast member, I thought she's come on Barrage before. Oh, really? Uh... About that. No, no, she okay. hasn't been Thank in. God. I, thought, I, I, I thought I fucked up. <laughs> By the way, I have an she announcement to make. Personal, she calls in, but... Big announcement. <laughs> uh, we, we will be playing the Louisville barbecue, so we'll be there. Hey, so everybody jump in jump in the pool. It's a great time. Elliot Tertron puts on a huge party. It's yeah, great. he does. Is it going to be at the Cure Lounge again? That spot's I mint. think it's at the same spots. Okay. Because he also, does he does he not help out or work at the Mag the Mag? Bar in whatever. Yeah, the, well, they we know the guy who owns it, but uh, I don't know if he. I don't think he worked there or anything. That's a I decent. Get, decent. The guy who owns too. it's like a one of us. Yeah, I got so. a big announcement Good. to make about the Louisville barbecue too. All right, Ready? big announcement, Ryan. I can't go. I'm going to be in Croatia. Uh, Sorry, uh, Croatia. Croatia. I don't know if you're kidding or not. <laughs> Are you going to be in Croatia? Yes, I am. <laughs> the hell's okay. in Croatia? Yeah. Okay, explain. Yeah. Three of the top ten beaches in the world. Decent soccer team. Is that right? I don't know anything about soccer. I know yeah. you kick the ball around a little bit. That's I don't know what else goes on. Yeah. They were in the Euro so. Cup this past week. And yeah, we're going on. Didn't a... make it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, oh, Mike, you... Mike Upchurch knows about soccer. Didn't the United States get their ass kicked? Yeah, summer? I mean, to be expected. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty crummy. Right, but who got their ass kicked team. that totally shouldn't? Oh, England. England, England, England got beaten Iceland. by Iceland. They got beat by, like, New Jersey or by something. By cigar. The Secaucus Rockets. You don't have a sound clip for that guy screaming, do you? Wow. That's the announcer. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I don't know if listeners could hear that sound. Let's be quiet for one quick second. That's oh, the rain. sound of the it's rain coming rain right down now. torrentially right they now. They know about because their their Chicago Cubs are in a rain delay. Yeah, we're in a rain delay right here. Of course, yeah. the Mets up two nothing, and our uh, well, arguably our best pitcher on the hill is going right. to be frozen now. Right. Pitching his mm-hmm. best game of the year so far. Oh, that's what happened with the Harvey last time. Yep. yep. Well, I, I feel it's important to note that the rain started as soon as I came here, which is a testament to my captain bring down ability. Right. <laughs> <Good> job. <laughs> I'm sorry that your Mets are affected by that. I, I do feel shame. My Metsies. There's Jody bringing the rain. The, uh, yeah, the, the uh, what do you call it? What was I going to say? Went to the Mets game last night, and we just squeaked out a comeback win against the Cubs. I went with Mario, you took and uh, it was Mario's kid's birthday party. So huh. it was Mario, me, my kids, Mario's kids, both of them, and two other uh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> just some random kids you picked up. Some on, random on kids. One kid. No, it was, no Collison twins? They were walking towards the stadium, and uh, he's like, his name was uh, Pavlo, and he is from Ukraine. He, I guess, lives in Mario's neighborhood. He goes to Mario's son's school or lives whatever. Lives in Mario's basement? Yeah. He, he <laughs> keeps, it's his, it's his boy Ward. He keeps down there <laughs> in the basement from Ukraine. And uh, 
it was Pablo's first baseball game ever. We found out, so that was fun. And the other kid, what a country! I'll tell you about this kid, Pablo. I was talking to him at the train on the uh, train platform. He, he's like a fifty-two-year-old man in, in <laughs> the United States years. He's twelve years old. He's tell he's talking to me about like regressive taxation. Is his name Pablo or Pablo? Pablo, Pablo, Pablo with a V, like Pablo, Pablo but with a V. And uh, he knows he know he's world weary. This kid man, he knows a lot. Wow, he's a super intelligent guy. I was like How talking long has to him. Like, here, I don't know. Jesus, he was, uh, we were, you know, I don't know. We were having a great conversation with me and Pablo, better than me and Mario. <laughs> right. And the other kid was a Yankee fan, which is fine. So he's just, he's <laughs> so just he wearing, re- yeah, he's wearing his yeah. regular clothes. Mm. But this is the thing: he's the entire game. He is obnoxiously screaming. Oh, and no. booing us, what? Yeah, and rooting for the Cubs oh, as no. hard as he can, just for the you know the Schadenfreude, whatever you call it, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude. <laughs> and I'm like this kid, so I'm like, kid, you're gonna get the hell out of our section if you keep rooting for the Cubs like this. This is crazy. Like uh, he's not in the, the entire game. I have noticed more and more Yankees jerseys <laughs> at Mets games. Yeah, there Lately, were a couple the of Jadules with their Yankees jerseys at the Mets. There were a lot of Cubs fans there too. So these yeah. kids are rooting against us the whole time. Screaming, yelling for the pitcher, yeah, you know, I mean, really obnoxious with a big smile on his face, just like being a, like a kind of a bully, you know. I'm like, I don't like this kid, man. Yeah, you're like, hey, Kevin, what the hell are you bringing this yo, kid? Kev, right. <laughs> <laughs> I said mousetrap. Like, yo, Kev, <laughs> yo, pipe Kev. down. <laughs> so finally, we come back and win the game. I turn around, the kid's crying. Oh, what? <laughs> You should have dumped your popcorn on his head. This, we were throwing things at him the whole game. <laughs> we were hitting him with peanut shells and stuff. <laughs> He's banging his water bottle. Let's go, Cubs. He's crying? He's crying. Like tears? Tears. I'm like, hey, <laughs> fucking boo-hoos. Anthony, what's wrong? You okay, man? And I put my arm, I'm like, what happened? And I he's feel like, bad for thinking that's funny. I felt <laughs> awful. I don't know what the hell. I was well, like, is it because we were, were, you know, we're, you know, busting your chops? He's yeah. like, no. Or is it because he felt humiliated after he was mouthing that, off about the Cubs that they went ahead and lost? I think that's what it was. Yeah. And it was just so funny to see this kid who was so aggressively an <laughs> asshole the entire now, game. Now, if only all Yankee fans can learn this lesson. Right. It turned into, a, like, a, he was weeping. I was going to say, because of the tears, he now knows what it's like to be a Met fan. Mario was like, you're not even a Cub fan. What are you crying about? The Yankees, <laughs> the Yankees won today. It's 2-1. Right, right. I'll give you something to I don't cry know. About. Maybe he was. He was just like mortified. And you forget that you're with kids, and they're, they're, some of them are really you know, fragile emotional states. Right. And then, meanwhile, Pavlo said, uh, said to him, don't worry about it. Yeah, pa- my whole family got wiped out in the Civil War. Oh, God, pa- like Pablo, you enjoying yourself? He's oh, like, my m- my parents are dead. Rebels came to my house. Oh, God, they killed my whole family. <laughs> knock knock, who's there? It's my parents. They're dead. I don't care about baseball. God, kid has vodka in his water bottle, probably. <laughs> and then I felt bad. I was like, oh man. And we we're on the train on the way home, and he's sitting by himself in like a different seat. He just wouldn't hang out well, with the other kids. Like, oh. This kid sounds like a fucking brat. Hey, he sounds uh, like my kind of kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, know, no, man. the kid by, sitting by himself was the one who was crying. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, pa- yeah. Pavlov sounds sounds like my kind of yeah. kid. Yeah, hey, John. There's another baseball game I want to ask you about. Did you go see the fucking White Sox? I went to the White Sox game in Hey-o. Chicago. Yes, That's cool. They're a cool a- team. Al Stern brought me. I went with. Uh, Beth King, yeah. Oh, hey. Dan, Daniel, Daniel Dara. Where was Tuna? And uh, uh, Derek Vokitz. Uh, Tuna wasn't there? He Tuna was in San Francisco. Tuna oh, was oh. there on Friday. Okay. He was there on Friday, so and he had to him. go on a business trip. 
Yeah. So I would say, take Chuchi pictures man, of his sock puppet. That kid is jet set. He travels more than anyone. He took I see on Facebook great pictures today yeah. of uh, of a Kubrick uh, display. Yeah, at the wow. Uh, was it the historical Jewish? I'm talking Museum? about what people see on Facebook, right? <laughs> oh, the Kubrick's gear and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the typewriter from mm. The Shining and. And the original model for the war room, right? And, and from the, uh, uh, the, the maze, the, strange uh, in the garden, oh, from there. shining, shining, shining. Yeah. I went to the uh, White Sox game and it was hot. Yeah, the White Sox hit seven home runs and lost the game. I saw. <laughs> oh, God. Which is really, really fucking hard to do. <laughs> they're the they're the Mets of Chicago. Yeah. Seven home runs. R.A. Dickey was pitching, which was fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Dickey's pitching. And I remember when, uh, I love that when, guy. He, was yeah. on, when he was on the Mets and it was a humid day like it was in Chicago, he, had, he would struggle. Have because you guys... that knuckleball just like would flatten out right, or whatever. Right, right. And He's they were the just, reason like, why I became a Met fan. Did you know oh, that? Oh, yeah? Really? He, he was You're a Met fan? You're a Yankee fan. No, I'm not from a Yankee from the Bronx? fan. I'm, I figured from, you were. I'm from the Bronx, but I was allowed to live in Queens. The I Will thought Pons you were always a Yankee fan. No, I've been a Met fan for a couple of years now. Are you sure I saw you at a Yankee? Yankee hat one day or something. I don't wear baseball caps, so that was mm, I my know. I don't think so. Yeah. Did you fill out the appropriate paperwork? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> you have to donate ten dollars to Bobby Bonilla every year. <laughs> but I've been to more Med games than Yankee games. Who so. we paid today, by the way? What is it? One point one million <laughs> yes. every, every July first, and that's one of the two amounts of money that he receives. Congratulations, Bobby! Right, <laughs> holy <laughs> mackerel! So twenty thirty five. Twenty right. thirty five. His contract is up. You, you should touch, beautiful. You should put him in a lineup. Bobblehead, the bobblehead uh, that I gave you. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, get, get the Oz out of there and put Vinny in. Right. That's one of his two stipends. Anyway, about White Sox. Did you go see the old bronzed home plate that's in the parking lot there, from where the old stadium used to be? That's a fun thing to do. There. Comiskey Park. Yeah. I'm sorry, Brian. What? Did you go see the? <laughs> Did you see the bronzed plate of of where home plate used to be? Oh, home I did not. Or, I still yeah, haven't seen the one the at, at Shea. Um, I found I, it I, once I, by accident. Yeah. I need to go to the parking lot. Yeah, Shea, you got to lay down. It's usually under a Buick. You yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your belly. There's not, to your right. Right. Yeah. Unlike, I will give you my review of the stadium. Yeah, unlike Wrigley. Well, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Is it Crap. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to do there. It's Well, the, here's the problem I have with it. And people like the stadium for some reason. And Brad Weisenberger will probably get mad at me for saying it, but I thought it was cool. It's but, yeah. the the uh, we're in the 500 section, the upper deck, and uh, mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like Shea was, where the you have walls blocking you, and you have to go through a, a corridor to get out there, right? Yep. Now sitting in your seats behind home plate in the 500 section, you feel like you're close to the field. I like that. Like you can't see the seats below you. You're on a b pretty big incline. You feel like you're close to the game. The, seeing the game was fine. Uh, we moved back into the shade because it was roast. And also, it was free beach towel day. Thank you. There you <laughs> go. And uh, if you don't have a ticket for the 100 section, like, you know, they have a, like at City Field, they have the giant plaza where you could, you could walk around every, everywhere. Yeah. And they have the, uh, you know, what do you call it? The blue smoke and it's shake I, shack. And it's, stuff. You know what I call that? What? The beer garden. The beer garden. It's like a big, you know, open plaza. If you don't have a ticket for the 100 section, you can't even go down there. Really? You can't no. walk around. Uh, that's fucking that's bullshit. You, right. And you think they would do it just for merchandising purposes, just to sell. Right. So if you're in the upper deck, you're pretty much stuck up there for the game, and there's no walking around. There's nothing to do up there. There's like two hot dog stands. You don't even get sauerkraut. No. It's terrible. It's like the poor door of baseball <laughs> stadiums. <Yeah. laughs> and they sell this vodka lemonade there. I was drinking that because it was so hot. I didn't <laughs> feel like drinking beer. There was no vodka in that shit. No. Yeah. Dan, I'm like, Dan, taste this. He's like, no, there's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I was uh, I was I stayed with John and Colette, 
uh, they had this, uh, I don't know, was it lovely, your apartment? Not really, right? It was a little kind of run down. I'm surprised these Airbnb people, they, it, they're kind of like slobs. Yeah. I read People North- in Chicago also don't clean up their porches. It's just like garbage and right. old rugs and couches. On yeah, there's like, a couch with three legs. Come on, it'll take you like, <laughs> it'll take you like one day to straighten, right. straighten your, li- your shit out. It was like the only house Chicago. that didn't burn down in the Chicago fire, too. Yeah, the backyard's like saying. filled with cigarette butts and stuff. Like, yeah. what the hell are we doing here? They didn't mop so, the bathroom floor or anything. And come on, too, come on. You're pe- you having people over. You're having company. I read an article on the on the way home. Uh, I bought the Times at the uh, the Hudson News. And right. uh, <laughs> it, I was reading an article about Airbnb. So I thought, oh, man, we just stayed in one. Let me see what this is all about. Oh, by the way, thank you again. You wouldn't let me pay to... Uh, oh, no, of so. course. I was there already. What's the difference to me? Because, you know, I could have saved you a little money. Uh, I still got money on me if you want, Thank by you. the way. So um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the article was saying how this, this uh, it, was a, it was an opinion piece. I don't know what the fuck you call these things. About how to properly run one of these uh, Airbnbs. This lady had like a pristine apartment in Austin, Texas. Um, she would put out like groceries and all sorts of th- and people were giving, leaving her bad reviews, saying that she didn't have enough uh, kitchen equipment to oh work with. God. Yeah, this, uh, I mean, this place you couldn't even like. I went over to the the uh, the blinds to open it up to see if you could see the uh, skyline from outside. And it's like big cloud of dust caught me in the face. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you gave him five stars, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even look at that. I don't reviewing crap. I don't know. Am I yeah. supposed to review right. it? I felt bad. Yeah, the always the woman it, yeah. was nice enough. You know, yeah, I, don't wanna, I don't want to bust her chops. Like there was a staircase in the back, which just like you're, that you're supposed to walk down here and go out and smoke in the backyard. There was just like crap all over the staircase, like blankets and rugs and <laughs> right. old tiles. And what the hell's going on? Friday to Monday. I was, yeah. like, I was so happy just to have a couch to sleep on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was no air conditioning in the bedroom. It was fucking hot there. Oh, yeah. so, oh, but yeah. it wasn't so bad. It was, the air conditioner worked in the living room. We opened the door. Yeah, right. Whatever. Me and John slept on the couch. It was just a little run down. I saw pictures of Pat and Dan's place. It looked like the hill truck. I bet. Yeah. So, Ryan, I stayed at a B&B in Austin once. Oh, yeah? And what was cool about that one was we had the option of getting the dog that lived in the house to stay there. And, of course, we said, fuck yeah. Oh, so you got and to have, a like, a temporary we, pet? We got to have a tour dog, yeah. Oh, so you got to walk a dog all day and stuff? You no, know, it let it out in the backyard. Oh. It's Texas, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. And was that the was, dog, awesome. was the dog's name Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> he leaves a pyramid in every room? Oh. Yeah. The Rodney? Uh, uh, I guess. Okay. My friend is here. My friend is here from out of town this week for uh, some convention at the Javits Center, and he and four people that came with him from his company went into an Airbnb somewhere in Little Korea. And the way he described this place to me was like it was a way station for human trafficking. He's like, yeah, so there's this big room, and there's six bunk oh, beds no. in there, and the walls are painted black, no, and the only window, and the only window fa- faces an air shaft. And <laughs> the bedrooms made us, the walls are made of cinder block. It's not even a cinder block building. <laughs> and and he's describing like you know yeah, and then there's these locked cabinets, and you know oh, the, the the proprietor is like this six foot five drag queen, and I'm like it's not a it's not human trafficking. It's a dungeon. It's a dungeon in the middle of little. Korea. And I'm like, dude, is uh, the food tr- good? Upchurch is saying that I read reviews of this place. I have nothing to do with it. Colette handles all that stuff. She's usually pretty <laughs> good at it. So I didn't even, you know, I didn't even bother. I'm not, I'm not a, a research guy. I got better things to do with my time. Jody, do you, saw, do you see what, uh, <laughs> that's why I have Don't no, even. no questions for Bob Burt. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what, uh, Jody. You see what Dan Dara found in the couch of his Airbnb? Yes, I was. I was impressed. And, you know, <laughs> did you see that music off? Yeah, little furry could, could, handcuffs. Furry for the, handcuffs for the sex. 
<laughs> I still think Dan put him there. I would be so skeeved out if I found it. But by the way, why is Dan Dara going through the couch cushions in an Airbnb? What is he like? looking for change? Looking for looking change. For change. <laughs> Dan Dara just is, <laughs> and that's why we love him. Let's see what the hell's going on underneath going these couch going through, Right, going through the medicine cabinet. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Yeah. Dan Dara finding that the funniest thing that happened the whole weekend to me, and I don't know why it's so funny to me. Derek Wilkins were at the baseball game, and he's telling me uh, he goes, you know, we're talking about walk up music. Each baseball player walks up to a song, like you know, "Rock You Like a Hurricane" or some, uh, uh, you know, Mexican hat dance right. or fucking whatever the pop music is of the day. Right? You know, you thought what you you definitely have thought what yours is, right? Yeah, it's a Mexican hat dance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's in a simple right. in a simple what's rhyme. Your, you know what's yours? Mean? In a simple rhyme. Uh, how's that go? Now batting number seven, Brian Musikoff. The um, Marquee Moon. <laughs> side one of Marquee Moon. We'll be back after this. Now, the... Um, uh, Derek Vogel is like, I figured out the perfect walk-up song. You know, some guys come up to like to ACDC or Beastie Boys. Or, mm. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, think about it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Every time you come up to that, it's the whole stadium is singing happy birthday. <laughs> it's like the most bizarre thing you could think of. Like you're in the pitcher's head. The pitcher's like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? He's going to throw it. You know, you're, you're already, it's, you've won the psychological game. <laughs> That's right. It's my birthday. Right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Check this out. A friend of mine went to go see the Mets down in... Uh... I could not stop laughing, thinking about him coming up to happy birthday. Happy birthday. And here he is. What the hell version is this? It's terrible. Sounds like the girls in Mothra, you know, the little Right, twins. right, right. The twins. This is the don't sue me version. <laughs> no, it's in, it's in the public domain now. You don't have to pay Warner Brothers anymore. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. It's still not on YouTube. There's a whole stadium. Happy birthday. How <laughs> batting? Yeah. John, a friend of mine. Number two, Derek Jeter. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Now, if, if it is your birthday and you're at the stadium, it's just icing on the cake, yeah, so to speak. <laughs> icing on the cake. John, a friend of mine went down to see the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Well, the Mets played the Nationals. And he said their key, their organist trolled all the Mets players for their walk-up music. And one of them was, the, when, when Looney went up, Looney, however you want to pronounce it, they played the Looney Tunes theme. Oh, really? <laughs> and when when Flores went up, they played the Flintstones theme. Think right, about it for a minute. Wilma. Yep. And he said every player had their own their own bite. Very good. Well, Nobody you, came up to happy fun, birthday, though, did they? You can't have fun playing the organ. I That's mean. right. I'd be all over that shit. Right, right. I'd be playing like, I give uh, him credit for it. Frankie Teardrop and these shit guys, like that. Yeah. These guys come up to such horrible music. Oh, Ghost Rider. God. It's terrible. Like the like the you know, the the rap of uh of you know the, the modern day. It's right. awful. Reggae reggaeton and stuff. Nemo came out to uh at the club the other night. You were right. there. Okay, so that's not right? so bad. Yeah. Uh Neil Walker comes up to sabotage. Finding Nemo. I don't think they have an organist this at City Field. No, anymore. I was yeah. going to ask. I don't. Recall. The one they used to have. I don't. I know they you don't. guys aren't big fans at all, but uh, he used to play Zappa tunes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. I love the organ guys. The the, the organ guy at, at Madison Square Garden for the Rangers game is brilliant. He plays all yeah, the deep he's cuts. Really, really yeah. good. 
<laughs> I was just there last night. Regatron. Thank you, Space Kazugan. <laughs> Space Kazugan. <laughs> Seeing Kazuga was great at the barbecue. Of course, uh, Kazuga was running around like a maniac. He did. It, uh, he did it all. I think he did everything you could possibly do. Does, just... does Kazuga have a band? Yeah. Well, Feeling Gravity's pull is no more. Oh yeah. And what's, what's his new joint? Um, I don't know. Got to get you in a band, Chris. <laughs> He's doing something. He's do always one, doing yeah. something. Just do one specifically for PRF with All Stars. I'll play. Exactly. Well, you play bass. I'm a big fan of Kazuga's music. He's good. Yeah, me too. I like all this, all that's the fake Canadian feeling gravity's pull. I'm a big guy. Big I like guy. I like the Dovey. I'm song. a big guy. <laughs> Remember the Dovey song? That was great. All weekend, people coming up to me and like, oh, this is a great set, and I'm like, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, try to keep it to. You don't want to be. You want to be kind of humble, right, and be nice about it. I just, don't know. Just, just, like, just be you. like. Just, I'm always feel. I always feel weird every single time. Next time, just say I know, right. I know, right? Yeah, you're yeah. right. At least you talk to people after you play. I'm just like, get away from me. I can't hear anything. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I, I don't want to hear about my set. <laughs> John taught me. John Solomon taught me a very good lesson once. He came up to me after a, sh after a show. We played his parents' house years and years ago. He had shows in his parents' gallery slash den. And he came over to me after the show once. And he was like, hey, good set. And you know, maybe I was like, eh, we could have. And he's like, you're supposed to say thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> felt yeah, like no, such a little dick. Yeah, no, I realized that yeah. you shouldn't say like, you shouldn't tell someone that who, if someone says you did something great, that yeah. the, it sucks yeah. because then you're saying yeah. that their opinion is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you know what you're talking about. We fucked every song up, you know. If somebody <laughs> says you're great, and even if they don't mean it, just go with it. Yeah, it live takes it, a while. Live, live the fucking it takes a while dream. to learn that. And uh, but but at the end of it all, I'm finally leaving. It's the last. Like I'm, I'm saying goodbye to the last person. Some guy comes up huh. to me. He goes, "Hey, man, you're really good at social media." And auto, on, on autopilot, I went sincerely. Oh, thanks, man. I really really appreciate that. <laughs> well, it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever said in my life. And Mr. Chimp, Jim McGregor from uh, the great band Light Calma was standing right there and he, he, he I think he was going to explode from laughing so hard. Just, uh, yeah, thanks. You're really good at Facebook. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Fucking <laughs> dummy I am. Stupid. Uh, what a great time. Champagne Jerry rocked. Man. He was one of the best Champagne Jerry shows I ever saw, and it was only him and another guy. It was only him yeah. and uh, Max, Max. Tenot. Uh -huh. Okay, so he had everything pre-recorded, like hip-hop style? Oh, yeah. they have it all. Max always had a, has a lot of stuff in a computer with like a little turntable set up. Okay. I thought, a digital turntable. I thought Champagne Jerry Live was a, a live band. Yeah, it's usually... No, no. They're, he has uh, like five people, but they're all doing their own thing. Okay. Nobody's playing an instrument, really. And he was sitting there all night before the show. I don't think anybody really knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And I didn't so know. I was talking to... I don't remember who I was talking to, but uh, it was a blur, but... Somebody, I was talking to somebody about the fact that he was going to be there in a little while, and he's like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to meet him." You know, I was like, "Well, go say hello. He's sitting yeah, right fucking right. there." You know? <laughs> and did uh, he was talking to Rob Montage's mom for a while because yeah. they're both from Texas. So okay, <laughs> didn't Rob, or maybe he was kidding? Didn't someone do the Ad Rock verse? On Yokev, yeah, Kyle yeah. did. Oh, Kyle did that. Yeah. I was gonna do it. I'm glad the young boy did it. He was and good. It was he just was a, he just threw he the good. mic and said, "Hey, he who did. wants to do it?" No, uh, they was prearranged. I guess Kyle went up to him and asked him or something before. But um, uh, yeah, but because when ball. Kyle did Thunderstruck with us at the Louisville barbecue, he yeah. he he told us that he had it down. And he went up there and did not know one fucking word to the song. <laughs> Conan, Conan was quick to grab the mic. Yeah, and Conan, Conan saved the day. Conan said, "Fuck this bullshit. This is crazy." And Conan saved the whole show. And he crushed it. He was great. Yeah. And so I was afraid. I'm like, oh no, here comes Kyle again. He's gonna. He doesn't know any yeah. of the words, but he did a fine job. A fine job. Good job, Kyle. Wow. Young Kyle. Did, yeah. did you get to hang with CJ? Or? 
Yeah, a little bit. I talked to him for a while. Yeah, he was hanging out. Bring him back on the show again, maybe? Yeah, I was a little uh, intimidated because he was sitting outside the entire time, like hanging out. Uh-huh. And this is like an outside patio area. And then when we were playing, he was standing like right in the front during my band. Yikes. And I was like, ah. Was his head, was his head bopping? I can't. I yes. can't see then, anything. Then, I, I, saw, I saw he, I, he definitely was into it. <laughs> good. I have my eyes closed. I don't know about bopping, but he was into it. <laughs> all right, good. And for other bands, too. I saw him watching other bands. I, I just followed him around and stared at him all night. <laughs> we were. I, did. I was uh, so fascinated by this guy. Heckled <laughs> mercilessly heckled. throughout the entire set. Yes, you are. By Not by me. Person. Constantly, unfunnily, and horribly. Who it heckled you? Awful. Heckled. Uh, Eliza. Heckled. Heku. <laughs> yeah, she was just screaming at us the entire set. And uh, while when when the music was playing, I didn't realize this until I saw the video, that uh, because I couldn't hear that, that when she when obviously she couldn't yell at us anymore because there was music playing on. She just had double middle fingers up through the entire songs, <laughs> like going like this, pumping them to, to the beat of the music. So that was what, nice. What Thank pro- you. What provoked this? Uh... Uh, nothing. I don't know. Alcohol. Comedy. That's it. Uh, and, was, yeah, that's, it and I'm like, oh, man, I flew all the way here for this for this fucking shit, <laughs> but it was fine. Whatever, whatever. We handled it like gentlemen. I thought it was a good honor for you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's finally paying attention to you guys while you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, and, and number thirty, right? It was wild. It was wild, all right. <clears throat> hey, how yeah, you- if it's funny, go ahead, heckle away. We always get heckled. I'm fine with it. Listen, you you want to heckle us? I'm all for it. Were you guys at just, just be funny? Were you guys at the outside show in Princeton? That was years and years ago, where all the um, PRF style bands played. There was they like, got off of Paul O'Neill's cock and totally got onto Jeter's cock. This was between songs, but at, at like a hundred times that volume and screaming. <laughs> Getting, eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care. Ow! Were you guys at that show? I think Conan was definitely there. Where it was shellac and the last show. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. And I was U- there. U.S. Cock. Maple. Who else played that show? U.S. Maple. Uh, well, Uzeda played. Yeah, right, Uzeda from Italy. Phenomenal. Uh, Don Loved Caballero him. played. I think or Storm and Stress. Right, one of them. It was a ridiculous bill. It was really great, and they were all hanging out, and it was like. So many Augustino hugs. Right. <laughs> it was outside. Which was the best part. Right. Steve Albini was getting heckled to the point where he grabbed the mic and he called the kid on stage. Remember this? And he said, when you have something funny to say, you will know. Do you have something funny <laughs> to say? <laughs> and he brought he, him he up there? He stopped the whole show. Yeah. Uh, Conan claims he was there. Yeah, Conan was there. We, oh. didn't, we didn't know him yet then. Connor yeah. Kilpatrick was there. And I know oh, this wow. because there's a picture of Uzeda where I am in the photograph and mm-hmm. Connor is standing right behind me. You can, and you know it's him because he's two feet taller than me, <laughs> and he's wearing a silverfish shirt that says "Hips, Tits, Lips, Power," and I'm so envious of that T-shirt, mm-hmm. and I, I just I hated him from that second. Wow, uh, I name? don't really hate. Well, Connor you know the movie. the ultimate uh, Albini uh, heckler response was uh, the guy yells out, "Why do you suck so much?" And he because <laughs> your mother was busy. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't get shut him down, cuz. Shut him down. Zing. Steve was uh, playing in the World Series of Poker, of course, representing the Barrage with their uh, mm-hmm. Brandon and Steve with Barrage t shirts, Marone's t shirts that hopefully uh, they're on camera somewhere on TV. If they still, do they still televise poker, of course. They, yeah, is the, they is do. the poker boom over? They still, it's still on TV, right? What is it on? Like the, the Tennessee it's, Network or no, that? It's, it's on, on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Oh, it is. In, yes, yes, it is. It is. But I, thought it's only, yeah. Always has been. but I thought that was only the World Series of Poker. Right. That's what they're doing, though. Okay. 
Hmm. That's wow, it's playing. coming down. Oh, it's coming down a, a tornado watch in Queens. There is yeah. a tornado watch in Queens, so if we go have fair. It's yeah. Friday night and we're in a right. fucking tornado zone. <laughs> right, if you see a witch on a bike, <laughs> that's me. Speaking of which, uh, at 9 o'clock, Bob Burt of Bewitched will be That's in. right. Uh, how about that for a segue? That's Sonic right. Youth, Pussy Galore, Action Swingers, Chrome Cranks. We'll be talking to Bob uh, right. about all sorts of stuff that's if you're right. a Sonic Youth fan or if you're not. So it'll be interesting to you. Wow, that range really... Yeah, it's coming one, down. One more thing about the Chicago trip, though. Yeah. I thought it was going to be completely wiped out. out I hear somebody's out there. No, it's, it's oh, my, uh, my, that's my someone kid, calling I just from the house. Of, I just uh, saw one of my yeah. kids is here. They're, no, they're inside. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to be wiped out after doing that trip. Uh, going yeah. away for I mean, basically spending the entire weekend traveling, partying, traveling, go straight to work almost. Mm. And I felt great this whole week. I don't know what that trip did to me. But I felt really, really, right. really good. Ryan's alive week. again. Oh yeah. man, I wish I had that. Well, you're all, you're all I'm mopey, fine. mopey this week. Or? Yeah, I, you know, it was like instant kind of a. I didn't think it would, that that would happen. Yeah. I got really grumpy <laughs> and pissed off and in a bad mood. My oh, and then I'll tell you what brought me out of the funk was uh, Conan helped me fix the the iTunes is fixed. Yeah, Conan. We're back on iTunes. Oh, cool. All the reviews and everything is there. Yeah. Are there? Uh, the iTunes completely fixed and up to date, except for the al- the last episode with Clay Tarver of Chavez and Alf Pogs, which uh, I am working on now and will be done. Everyone very was soon. But the iTunes is completely fixed. You could search for it. You could find it. Uh, it's there. You could do whatever you want. Cool. Thank I, you, Conan. I ran into Richard Belliot from uh, Versus. Yes. Our 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 Baluya. Baluut. Baluya. And. Uh, no, it's belly youth, he, I think. Yeah, he grabbed me. And he was like, here. He told me what it was. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> he, grabbed, he, he grabbed me. Well, clearly, I don't know anything. Uh, and I'm with like, you, Jody. Listen, I'm the worst at pronouncing. I can't pronounce he, he was like, He's like, where's Fies. my episode? <laughs> well, we're, we're having something. He's like, I don't care. Where's my episode? No, his episode was done a long time ago. It I, was done, uh, and I, I, I gave him the link of the actual radio. No link. So what's he telling me? I don't know. Well, it's all there anyway. If he's an iTunes guy. Sure. When was this say he talked to you? Uh, Wednesday. No, it's a, it was it's a, his episode's been up for weeks. Uh-oh. Weeks. That, that's Richard. Watch. <laughs> uh, live from the broad, you're on the air. Hey, this is Tommy Rockstar. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. How are you doing? Good. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Are you coming in tonight? Not too bad. Where Where in the country are you? I'm in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, you uh, sound You sound terrible. Can you uh, move your phone around a little yeah. bit? Wrong Tron. Yes. Yeah. Is that a little better? Yes, much better. Yeah, thanks. How's well, I'm going? in my hotel room. I'm looking over beautiful downtown Milwaukee, and I just finished printing T-shirts at the uh, World's Biggest Music Festival. I'm just chilling. Did you meet the Gorch or Fonz? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been looking. The Bronze Fonz. Bronze Fonz. Oh, I got it. By the that, way, Tommy, I got a gig for you. It's uh, what's up, baby? Not a big one, but it's a cool one. It's a guitar store up near where I work. You got to print T-shirts for them. Could you do that for me? Yeah, hook it up. Awesome. Make awesome. It I'll text you uh, their info after the show. Okay. Tommy, we'll, we'll, put you on with, we'll put you on with Gary after this. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on the line. <laughs> he's not on the phone for a minute, and he's making deals already. Um, uh, Tommy went to the Brewers game, and he was looking for the Bob Euchre statue. Mm-hmm. And what did this? Yep. And he asks an usher, "Where's the? Hey, do you know where the Bob Euchre statue is? And what did what did the guy say to you?" The guy goes, oh, the Bob Euchre statue is just a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, imagine how, how many times, times he's yep. used that line. Well, that's beautiful, yeah, it though, never, man. It never fails. I it's love good. Bob Euchre, and I love that usher. 
Very good. <laughs> I bought you guys. I bought you guys a present. I one of the. I looked all over the merch fucking little official store, and it's all fucking brewers this that. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this shit. Yeah. And then at the counter, they had like a Bob Eucher like Life of Audio CD. So I'm bringing that in for the fucking drops, man. Nice, nice. Yeah. Bob Eucher should be cool. Master of the cough button, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. a great broadcaster. He's got to be. Yeah, He's got to be 90 years old. And naturally hilarious. He is a comedian and a half. That guy. Bob Eucher's great. I used oh to watch God. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. <laughs> it was good on it. I try to, yeah. I try to, I try to hit him up like on the way out, like out of the broadcast booth. But like one of the ushers was like, "Nah, man, we just open the elevator and shove him in a limo, and you're not going to meet him." They put him back in a closet up there and open the, the, the game. <laughs> they, they put him back. They fermented. It's actually. <laughs> he pressed the button. He starts up. Uh, great seats, hey, right, everybody. <laughs> but I hung out with a friend of the show, Dixie Jacobs. Who's been a great host down here. So that, yes. was, that yeah. was really cool. Dixie's amazing. I hung out with her right before you did it at the barbecue. What a nice, what a nice person. You got She's some. D- you got some DJ out there too. Yep, yeah, DJ and uh, was the other guy Dave? Dave was it the uh, uh, Ross or one of those guys? Captain Laser Tag was he there? <laughs> Spa- <laughs> I think so. Spaceship. Uh, I know Moonbeam. Moonbeam. All I know is that they were DJing. Check this out with actual tape tapes. Yeah, yeah. So, she does a DJ set with with cassettes. That's a pain to cue. All right. Oh, I know. Do, I was like, Josh how the Davis fuck do you guys that do that? Too? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think Crazy, Josh Davis man. is one of those guys. So when are you coming I back, Tommy? Right. I'm coming back on Fourth of July uh, on the, in the morning. I'm going to go see the Beach Boys down at Coney Island that night. Okay. Wow. And then, uh, and then I'm coming back with uh, our guest Anthony Boza on Friday. So that should be cool. Right. Very exciting. Yeah, Anthony Boza, good. of course, a writer for Rolling Stone. He's co-authored Artie Lang's two books, along with Slash, mm-hmm. Slash's autobiography. And yep. who else? Somebody else. Hey, hey, Tommy Lee from Tommy Lee. Tommy, hey, Tommy Lee. I have a question. Was Did- that Tommy Land? Yep, that's right. Tommy. He wrote Tommy Land. Amazing. Tommy, I have a question. This is Ryan, by the way. Tommy, I, this is Ryan. Hey. Uh, hey, this is, Ryan, this is Ryan. This is Ryan. Are you sincere in uh, your your sentiment for the Dolly Parton show that you saw last week, I guess it was? I saw. What was the sentiment? I don't know. You seem to really enjoy it. I would be into it. I, lo- I love Dolly Parton. Oh, man. Where, am I alone on this? I'm really shy. I've, She's amazing. It was like awesome. you and like 15 people were posting about how great it was. And it, a lot of the Ryan, people Ryan, I was listening to, I was so surprised. I was so surprised by some of the people that were saying how great right. it was. You know, I just Dolly, didn't it, ever expect them to be big fans like that of her. Dolly crosses all musical borders. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I got to say, like, there's nothing not to like she, about Dolly Parton. Exactly. I just she, didn't she, realize there really was had... that much enthusiasm. Still. Right. I heard the show was a bust. I mean. Uh, what? What makes a difference is that she's uh, like a consummate entertainer. So in between songs, it's all the storytelling and jokes. And, you know, right. you know, she's been saying the same shit over and over. So it's nothing like fresh. But at the same time, it's like you're at a Vegas show. So it really felt like a Vegas show on wheels. And then, you know, you're hearing some of these songs that you've heard for, I don't know, fucking 40 plus years. Like during uh, I Will Always Love You, every single person was in tears, including myself. It was I would fucking be in awesome. tears. I'd be sitting over there with my did arms you, folded did, <laughs> Did you pee your pants at the Dolly Parton show? To just keep your seat. No, like a I didn't put in my boot. Yeah, my ca- I actually wore my cowboy boots that night. Did you wear a diaper at Dolly Parton? Uh, you have to look the part. <laughs> right. Yeah, you were posting a live video of Morris Day in the Time too. You went to go see Morris Day uh, in the Time. Oh, that, that's that. crazy. Talk to me about that. We got all excited about it, and then on the, like the like when he came into the first song that we could see on the tape. The, the the keyboards or or him there was a miscommunication and the band was completely out of key with each other. Oh. There's like yeah, and it was really weird and bad. But then they got it together. <laughs> so we're, we're we're printing at this thing called Summerfest, which is billed literally as the world's largest music festival, and it's just like 
fucking the county state fair meets Disney World meets fucking La Blues. I can't even describe it. And it's all these Summer people from fest, the Midwest. Fest, 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 fest. Dolly Parton. Morris yeah. Day at the top. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like all these crazy bands are playing like fucking like uh, Weird Al Yankovic was playing the other night we couldn't catch him and Willie Nelson and fucking Chris Christopherson and it's just crazy dude. and also Dishwalla <laughs> and Chumbawamba <laughs> fucking 311 day at the well, goddamn smoothie like, king center to those in addition to those huge stages, they've got these like junior up and coming stages, and it's just like these local Wisconsin garage bands. And you'd think they'd be pretty good, but it's just like some Justin Bieber wannabes who are just playing in front of our t shirt booth, and we hear the same songs over and over and yeah, over. We, uh, we got to get DJ DJ's band should, and uh, and Dixie's band should play that shit. They, they should. It's huge. They spent a lot of time think, thinking up that name, huh? Summerfest. Summerfest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Fucking are you printing? Exactly. What T-shirts are you printing? They just say like Summerfest with the bands on them and shit. No, you guys will never believe this. We're actually the client is Gildan, the people who make the T-shirts. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> funny. So you're printing American Apparel then? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, did Made you say when the guy got the contract? Were you like, hey, so what brand of T-shirts do you want? Yeah, no, but that, that was the match made in heaven because, you know, the quote was substantially lower because they supplied all the blanks and shit. And so, yeah. you know, we just, it's a perfect marriage because we're printing it's their garments. But it's so funny because all these people are coming up like clueless and they have no idea what Gildan is. They're like, is that some sort of tech company? We're like, no, it's fucking merch. Like, what? It's in Wisconsin, right? And all these, um, what, <laughs> besides Morris Day in the Time, were, they, were there any other people of color at this festival? Uh, performing, <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, oh, no, no, in the in the crowd, you know. Oh yeah, everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Oh, because oh, I was thinking it's, maybe Tony, 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 Tony would be yeah. there. All right, we're just making sure because uh, you know Jose is saying world's widest festival, so we want to want to fact check that. Um, yeah, actually, I'll I'll tell you that it's it's pretty much that it's like, and this is not going to be a trap to get me fired again. By the way, um, this is going to be ninety percent white, like ten percent black, and zero percent Spanish, zero percent Asian. It's just like. Just like that. It's really a really split thing, you know? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Tommy, before I go to break and come back with Bob? Mm, Bob no, Bert I just want to catch you before you went to the interview. I wish you guys luck, and I'm going to dinner, and I'll see you guys on Friday with Boza. Yeah. All right. Hey, Thanks. Tommy, get yourself some cheese soup in a bread bowl. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I got to do that. Yeah. I thought we had cheese curds. Those things are mint. Yeah, they're squeaky cheese is what I call it. Oh, mm -hmm. D DJ's mm -hmm. in the chat box saying, if I had a hi-fi, his band has played. And Body Futures, oh. his oh. other band, have oh. played Summerfest before. However, the local stage go. they played on is no more. So, oh. fuck it. Also, hi, guys. Hi, hi, DJ. Hi, DJ. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, I'm just, I want to give a plug to, um, to Dixie's uh, bar slash restaurant, The Vanguard, which we've eaten at a couple times now already. Oh, it's delish. So check that out if you're in the, the Wisconsin, um, Milwaukee area. You didn't go to the uh, Mars Cheese <laughs> Castle? No, that's up next. All right. Don't miss the bong rest area. <laughs> give us a give us a complete. I want a complete Mars Cheese Castle report when you get back on Friday. Chudge. I will. I will. I'll bring it back on the plane. How about bring that? back nice. some chudge. <laughs> a just a backpack full of melted cheese. Cheddar, yeah. <laughs> right through right through security. It's not liquid. It's not liquid. It's not solid. Tillamook. It's a, in a yeah, plasma state. All right. Thanks, Tom. Exactly. Take care. All right, guys, you be well. See Good you next luck. week and rock the fuck out. All right, we will we'll, do that. We'll try. And we'll take it. <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try our hardest. Right. Brave the rains, baby, down in Africa. Right. Okay. Later. Later. There's Tommy Rockstar or with the Wisconsin Report. Sheesh. You go out and see him at Summerfest. Yeah, he travels. Like Tuna, he travels for work all the time, too. 
does. Living, living the life. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Bob Burt. You believe that? I don't. What a, what a get. Yeah, I'm psyched. Exciting He's stuff. He's psyched, too. We'll be back after this. See
right, that's Pussy Galore with All Right. And before that, uh, Sonic Youth with Death Valley 69. We'll be talking to Bob Burt of those bands in just a few. And we're back live from the branch. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Radio Nope. Yeah, that was Sonic Youth with Bob Burt and Lydia Lunch. Ah, uh, yes, the double, the double the vocal attack. Right. And Good as, job. As Bob will get into, he's now in a band with Lydia. Yeah, oh, is he? Yeah. And Weasel right. Walter also. Uh, the retrovirus. Retrovirus. Yes. That's right. Oh, re- Jody doing some research yes. here too. I see. No, I just know it. Oh, you just know. <laughs> Jody just knows banks. all things. Uh, cool music. It's a good skill to have. Jody's in the know. We're not like me. I think like you know, I think like Super Chunk is new and exciting. Well, they put out new records. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom still has hair I aspire to You're I still saying say your that. parents don't right. understand Hey, Mets are back <laughs> Mets are back We're back underway here in Queens The storm has moved out The tarp yeah. is off the field and the, Well, the storm is now on the pitcher's mound hey Yeah, they, uh, the, we have the ground screw waiting on standby in the tunnel there We're looking at a pi- live picture of them it looks like it's still raining, but not very heavily. Yeah. Well, I could, you could just look out the door. It's the same thing. Yeah, well, we are in Flushing. Yeah, it's not, it's not really thanks, raining Thanks now. for that. Ryan. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Jody can see City Field from her everybody. window. She looks for me during the games. I do. I, I text John, and I'm like, I can see you. <laughs> it's kind of creeping me out. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Uh, hang, hang on one and he's got a pitch. He's back. The ground's back. I'm surprised. The uh, you know that was a long, pretty long layover. What was that? About 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, they called the game right, right before eight o'clock. Yeah. So there you go. More what, like an hour. And what do you second, do when you, second one of the game? What do you do when you start pitching the game, and uh, you have, you know, an hour to rest? You freak out. There it is. You freak out. You got to keep warming up, and I guess they take you out early. You style your hair. And we have a phone call. Hello, Bob. Yes. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you're live on the air. How's it going, man? It's going great. What's happening? Not too much. This is John Houlihan. I'm here with your friend Brian, and uh, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Hey, Bob. Hey. We're also <laughs> we're also here with Jody Sapiro and Ryan Collinson. Nice to meet oh, you. Oh yeah, you guys are all drunk. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working not, on it. Not <laughs> yet, not yet. <laughs> Are you a drinker, Bob? Uh barely. Yeah. You're not sober or anything, but you just you just you you, you could handle exactly. it. You can handle it. You could have one. I could handle it, but it's not, it's not my vice of choice. Right. Were you ever a drug guy or anything? Let's get right into it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I've been I've been a, a pothead since the age of fourteen. There you go. There you go. Smooth it out, nice and mellow. And the pot, as, <laughs> as you get older, you don't find What's that. It, as you as you get older, do you you don't find that the new brand of pot that's out there makes you anxious at all or anything? No, not at all. Not at all. All right, we well, handle that. I wish I was like that. <laughs> He's a master. I get all nervous and Why weird. Is Bob Bird? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, Bob. We're talking to Bob Bird of, of course, Sonic Youth, Pussy Galore, Action Swingers, everybody here, Bewitched, and his new project is called Retrovirus. Is that correct? Yeah, it was a Lydia Lunch retrovirus. It's uh, basically playing a retrospect of Lydia Lunch's musical career. Very good. Which, and you- started, which started in uh, 1977 or something like that. And it's still going strong. God. How old were you in 1977? How old was I in 1977? I was 22. Hmm. Wow, and you were already were you already like uh, established on the on the in the, the music scene, as it were. No, not at all. I um, I didn't become established on the music scene until like 1981 or so, 
when I, uh, or, or 1982. I wasn't even playing music back then. I was uh, just a fan and going to see things. I took drum lessons for a year when I was 12, but then I got more into art. And, uh, you know, I, was, I kind of was in high school in the late 60s, which when I, when I started uh, um, experimenting with drugs and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, I idolized Andy Warhol, ended up going to SVA, taking night classes, learning how to silkscreen print and ended up actually working for him doing his prints and paintings and stuff like that. Wow, so, that's, I didn't amazing. Know that. that's awesome. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Clifton High School. Ah. He's a, Bob, Bob, you've always been a Jersey guy, right? You consider yourself a Jersey guy, even though people kind of peg you. I, the uh, I am proud to be a Jersey guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're still living, <laughs> you, you live in Hoboken? <laughs> I still live in Hoboken, Man. yeah. What kind, of, what kind of, what was it like working for Andy Warhol? What kind of guy was he? Well, I didn't actually work for him. I worked for his right-hand man as far as his artwork was concerned, a guy named Rupert Smith. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we basically did all his additions, and uh, the canvases would come over from the factory, and we would print portraits on top of them and stuff like that. And, you know, I worked uh, there right up until we died in 1987. And so, like, a lot of times when I look at a lot of the later stuff, like, those gigantic Last Supper paintings, I, I worked on those. And wow. anything that has camouflage in the background, I, I worked on those. And <laughs> Cowboys and Indian cow, series cool. and you know, stuff like that. You must have met him a bunch, no? Andy. I picked up the phone a few times. Mm. I never didn't meet him uh, much, mm. but uh, briefly once or twice. And even you know before then, uh, one time when I was a kid and I was hanging out in... Uh, an art gallery in Soho, and he was handing out signed copies of his interview magazine. And he like there was a whole line of people waiting, and I was just sitting there like looking at him. And he like walked away from the line and came over and said, "Don't you want one?" <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not? Paying and then late, later on in life, everyone said, "Well, yeah, he was cruising the young you." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Didn't even didn't even dawn on me back then. Right, you don't even think about it back then, and then you, you know, I, guess yeah, I was like, "It's Andy Warhol." Ah. <laughs> he was checking you out. He was feeling you out to see if you were you were. Uh, if you if you party, if you know what I mean, it must have been a real trip to be at SVA when you were there. Uh, could could you talk a little bit about the, the stuff that your classmates were doing and what drew? You well, to you SVA know, I didn't place? go there full time. I just took all the classes I wanted. I took right. a bunch of classes, and and um, I remember that uh, there was this one guy in my class. His name is uh, Marcus Leatherdale, and he became a famous photographer. Yeah. And I just watched that. HBO special on Robert Maplethorpe, right, but I didn't really, even oh, yeah, realize they were lovers and stuff. But. Yeah. But you went there in the mid-70s, I'm guessing? SVN? I'm thinking like 74, 75. Okay. I'm just being born. I feel young. Sorry, <laughs> right. man. Thank you. For that. <laughs> I usually feel old. Which, which uh, 1975 was um, the first time I went to CBGB's. A friend of mine said, let's check it out. So we went there on a weeknight and uh it was like television and patty smith were playing and there was like 10 people there and i totally got sucked into that world and i just started going there like four times a week and the matches yeah. too and so i got a you know it was totally uh saw so many amazing shows by bands right when they were starting off how many times have you seen ramones at cbc uh, probably three or four. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the first time I saw them, I was you know I just heard about it. it was way before their first album was out, and and uh, I went there and I wasn't that impressed. I said, oh, it just looks sounds like uh, you know David Peel trying to sing in a punk band or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But, then, uh-huh. then once I heard the records, I was addicted, and my friends were really into the records. So. It was, and I just started going to see them. It sucks. There's no like you know. It was. It's so cool to just have a place to go. Like so you, you go to CBS or Max's, and that can take up your whole week. You're just there every night hanging out, and you get to see all those bands. Yeah. You know, just, exactly. just people just exactly. people just used to go there, and now there's it, there's like no place like that anymore. It, right. it makes me no. Sad. I mean, I used to go there three or four times a week, and you know, it was never you know. It was, you know, it was like what a three dollar cover to get in to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then by you know, by the mid '80s, it became Maxwell's for you, right? Right. Yeah, I well, I moved to Maxwell's. That's how I got into music. Actually, I moved to uh, Hoboken. I I met I um, in 1979. I think it was. I was silkscreen printing in Soho on Grand Street, and I saw a little ad in the back of the village back page of the Village Voice that said "Punk Art Wanted." So I went to this gallery called the Nonsong Gallery on Wooster Street and uh, showed them my stuff. And I ended up getting into this group show that also had like joey ramone who had a a painted red toothbrush on the ceiling that he called bloody gums and <laughs> and uh screaming mad george had a giant painting in there and, and uh and, and a lot of you know like Hallstrom. photos of the sex pistols and stuff and it was it was really a fun time but anyway um my future wife was also in the show so we started associating with that gallery and I started dating her on January 1st, uh, 1980. And then I was living in Manhattan at the time, and she was living in Jersey City. And she didn't want to move here. I didn't want to move there. So we compromised and moved to Hoboken, and I've been here ever since. <laughs> wow. And when Maxwell's, uh-huh. right before Maxwell's closed, would you, you would still go there to hang out, wouldn't you? I went to Maxwell's the, more than half of my life. Yeah. I, you know, I, I played there, and pretty much most of the bands I've been in, uh, the, the night I'm, I had actually gone there once or twice before I moved here, but the night that I actually moved my stuff into my apartment, which was my first apartment was on Hudson street, right around the corner. And, uh, I went right down to Maxwell's and, and saw the Ray beats and the Bush Tetras. Right. Did you, and, and uh, did you, live you know, with and just, sorry, that? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did you live with Kaz no. there on Hudson? The cartoonist Kaz? Were you his roommate? Did I live with him? No. Yes. No. So, hmm. Someone I met him back then, and right. Peter Bag lived here too. Right, but they all lived on Hudson, right over there. Yeah, I lived be on Hudson between eighth and ninth, and uh, when I moved in, um, this the weirdest character in town at the time was Peter Missing, who lived next door. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I started going to Maxwell's a lot. You know, I saw all those early '80s shows there were. So good. I mean, so many bands like Delta Five and right. the Minutemen, and just like you know, the Pogues. I saw there. They were like right, you know, when they were the original lineup. It was just nuts. And uh, right up the block. So then, the yeah, uh, I was at this place called the Beaten Bath Cafe. I don't know if you were around. The Beaten Bath was around yeah. for that. Yeah, probably was, before your time. Right. No, I was there. It became Zell's, and then uh, the Live Tonight. Right. The Beaten Bath. It came, it came live tonight, and I think, isn't it the Whiskey Bar now? I don't know. Something like that, and I think the Whiskey Bar even closed, so that's whatever it is now on Washington, right? That's about yeah. 10 blocks away from Maxwell's. 
Right. Okay. So anyway, we were hanging in there and, and uh, just going to see some friends play, and it was uh, the Cucumbers, I think, in this band called mm-hmm. The Vectors, and The Vectors didn't show up, and we were drinking, and um, someone said, does anyone know a drummer? So Linda was like, yeah, Bob plays the drums. Ah. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I, got up there, I got up there with Peter Missing and this guy Jeff, who was a guitar player for The vec- Vectors, and uh, and we just started like freaking out, making some noise. And this guy Pat Clark was there. He used to live on top of Maxwell's, and uh, he was um, he was involved in music. He uh, he used to bring the Fall over here all the time, cool. and wow. so he was at that show. And then he started like he, he used to book the original Tramps, which was this little bar on Twenty Fourth Street. And so he started booking us there, and then I just got the bug and never stopped. You know, when you start when you so he, when you start out playing like drums in that fashion, like kind of like art noise scene, does it, it it's got to affect like everything you do from then on in. Is is it possible for you to play like in a regular rock band? Like as I guess a uh, as Sonic Youth went on and Pussy Galore, as the songs got more kind of like you know four four straight and less noisy, was it like a problem for you? Well, it was it was it wasn't a problem with me at the beginning. Yes, I, my skills were very limited, and I, I had never even conceived of being a drummer. And I used to I was a big music fan. I went to concerts my whole life, um, and so you know, it wasn't until like the the no wave movement where I realized that you know concept is more interesting than you know technical abilities sometimes and yeah. that's kind of what got me started playing and when i joined sonic youth i was you know my skills were pretty limited and uh you know so i joined them in 82 and uh so yeah i went on their very first tours we went down south with the swans and i went over to europe with them three or four times i ended up playing and so but then after like the I, they were just writing their first album, Confusion is Sex, which I was working on with them. And then right when they were about to record it, they uh, they fired me for uh, Jim Sclavunos, who's now in Nick Cave and the Bad Seas and Grinder yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. He's been in every band in the world, the Cramps. Really awesome guy. And so... Uh, he only lasted like a, like a month and a half, played two shows with him. And then he um, he split, and so at the time, in that interval of time that he was playing with them, I was actually practicing with Karen Cull and Alice Janice, who's now in Psychic TV, and Karen Cull has her own band; it's doing pretty good. And um, I just started practicing with them. It was kind of like the beginning of that band, Gut Bank. It was just the three of us, but we just practiced a lot, and my drumming improved. So. Thurston and Lee were playing with Glenn Branca at the time, so they had this tour set up of of Europe, and they were playing this show this week. There was this festival at the White Columns Gallery called the Speed Speed Trials, and so they asked me if I would come back and see them and i was like even after they they fired me i was kind of hanging around and going to their shows and, yeah you got you, were, you guys you know. were all still friends at this point and stuff you weren't like you know it wasn't a yeah yeah and i was a little hurt at first you know yeah and, and uh but i i kind of you know kept hanging out around them i went to see them both you know, the one time they played with jim and then mm-hmm. you know i was like you know i kind of even said to them then like right. you're on you know, i mean 
you're on one of the What's songs. That? You're on one of the songs, one of, a few of the songs on Confusion, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, because actually, you know, I went to see them play at the kitchen with Sklavunos, mm-hmm. and I went up to Lee afterwards, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I mean, he's really great, but the, the problem with them back then was they were so extremely loud, and Jim was a very intricate light player. You couldn't even hear him. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, there's a, there was actually a live CD that came out. I think it's called Live in Venlo '83 that Steve Shelley put out, which with which is me playing all the Confusion of Sex material the way I did it, yeah. which was totally a different approach than what Jim did. But anyway, I went up to Lee at the kitchen. I said, "Man, you know that's great, but man, I, I definitely play you know make the nature seem." better than he does and they so they let me come into the studio <laughs> and do that right. and then <laughs> that, that was my first you know ever recorded song and uh i just had these big thick drumsticks and i whacked the crap out of the drum so hard that like wharton tears the engineer said that after that after i recorded that song he had to replace all the drum heads <laughs> <laughs> now when you're 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 still hanging around are they like hey man we fired this guy what the hell is he still hanging around for i don't know he's here every day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, but no one, you know, we're we're talking about Sonic Youth, but back in 1982, no one gave two shits. I couldn't get five people to come see us at Maxwell's. (laughs) Yeah, but but, but Bob, it was different back then because everybody was friends. So it was like if you got canned from a band on Monday, by Wednesday you were in another band, and nobody really cared because you were just all playing. The, you know, to the same right. ten or fifteen people. Yeah, so. and it's also and Sonic Youth was always playing with the Swans, and they had like they were like you know a revolving door of right numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's significant that you were in Sonic Youth then, despite the fan base, because you were on the first of the three, the first two of the three SST records. So you were on the no, coolest... I wasn't on any SST records. I thought, oh, was it Homestead? Yeah, uh, Homestead. Uh, well. Confusion is Sex came out on Neutral. Neutral. Okay. And then we did the Kill Your Idols EP, which originally came out on this German label in Zenser. I thought Zenser Bad Moon out of Germany. Was SST, and then yeah. uh yeah, and then Bad Moon finally came out on uh on Homestead. Okay. And then uh also on uh Blast First, which was just starting up over in England. Yeah. Do you get along with all the Sonic Youth uh, people now or do you speak to them or Yes. Uh, and uh yes. Okay, that's good. And the um the, uh, the R band could be your life book. Have you read the uh chapter and how accurate is it? That's the Mike that that's uh what's his name's book? Michael, Michael Azarat. Yeah, yeah. Um it is pretty accurate and but I kind of like I mean, it's so funny because I got kind of admired for like kind of calling them out on some crap, and uh, I don't know. I, some, back then, especially, like you know, I'd be I'd get interviewed and I would just like go to a bar with a dude and like have a few beers and like forget that I'm being interviewed and just like shoot my mouth off and you know. So, but you know, so yeah, I'm not I'm not really the biggest fan of his writing. But yeah, you know it's pretty accurate. Right. And, and compared to the Dinosaur Junior <laughs> chapter, where they're all suing each other. <laughs> now, how do you how do you end up joining Pussy Galore? What's that? How do you how do you end up joining Pussy Galore? Um, not the way Kim Gordon wrote about it in her book. Well, <laughs> what actually what actually happened was. Uh, I quit Sonic Youth in 1985. Oh, and you said you got fired. 
No, I got uh, I <laughs> I got fired the first time, and then I rejoined, and right. I stayed with them for years oh, and okay. did all that other stuff. Ended up playing like ninety shows with them, and and you know doing all those tours, but um and making Bad Moon Rising. But then uh, I quit in nineteen eighty five, um, right after, you know, things were starting to happen a little bit. We were we the last tour we I did with them was opening for Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds uh, on their very first tour uh, in England, and then so yeah, so I wanted so I quit the band, and I was just just chilling for a while. I made that first Bewitch DP. And then one night um, I was at the Cat Club at a Einstein Neubauten show, and I was hang- hanging out with uh, Kim and Thurston. They were married at the time. Were they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, was, I was talking to them, and I just said, oh, man, I'm kind of getting itchy to play. You know, do you know of any bands? And they said, oh, this band just moved to town called Pussy Galore. And they pointed them out. They were at the show. John, Julie, and Christina, mm-hmm. I think, were there. And uh, you know, I, I look over. I see these young kids with their dyed black hair. They're like twenty years old, and <laughs> they have brand new leather jackets from Trash and Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and what? Uh, you're you're almost you're you're almost so thirty I, at this point, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I was I was like thirty, and so. The next day, I, I met them, and then the next day, I, I, on my, you know, I went to Beer Platters, and I picked up their very first 7-inch called Feel Good About Your Body. Yeah. Took it home and dug it. And then about a week later, I was just hanging out in front of CBGB's, and John walked over to me and handed me a copy of uh, Groovy Hate Fuck that just came out. Am I allowed to swear on this radio? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Fuck yes. Uh, so, yeah, he gave me a copy of Groovy Hate Fuck. And, uh, I mean, just looking at the song titles, I'm like, man, this band looks great. Right. <laughs> and, you know, so, so he wrote it. I said, oh, you're looking for a drummer? And he, he wrote his number on it. And, yeah, that's how it happened. And the first couple of rehearsals was, like, me playing normal drums. And Julie's boyfriend at the time was, like, banging on some metal. But then John approached me and said, like, you know, we should combine the two. And then uh, so we kind of, like, went to a jo- they're, they're actually... Speaking of Hoboken, there used to be, when I first moved here, like down on the west side, there was like a junkyard, and they had like car gas tanks like piled to the sky. Yeah. So, you can you know, a- so we just like, you know, we put the uh, drum kit together, and that's how. It's the old you know, Fat whole- Albert routine. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that, is that, that's all you on uh, the Exile on Main Street stuff and everything? Yes. Yeah. It was funny because while I was in Sonic Youth, they were talking to the press, and they were always, like, mouthing off about, like, yeah, the next record we're going to do, we're going to do a cover of the Beatles' White Album. <laughs> and and uh, they kept talking about it and mouthing off about it. And then um, we actually, I remember being in Sonic Youth, we actually, you know, got through, like, back in the USSR. And then I remember Lee saying, yeah, well, you know, number nine, that'll be really easy. We'll just make some noise. <laughs> and, like, they, it never went anywhere else. And then uh, when I joined Pussy Galore, John came up to me like before I think we before we even practiced he was like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing another of us doing exile on Main Street like in reaction. I was like, Fuck yeah, you know, it's like 
much better album in my book. <laughs> <laughs> were you guys taking the? You were taking the piss out of the Rolling Stones, like because you, you, were you guys like fuck these squares? You know, we're gonna make an album about uh. You know. <laughs> well, it was just kind of a smart idea to get attention, and it totally worked. You know, it got a lot of publicity, and you know, it was like five hundred limited cassettes. We recorded it in like a week on an eight-track cassette player, and uh, it was funny because John didn't he wasn't even familiar with the record, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, that's when Neil Haggerty uh, appeared in town, and he was like amazing. He would like you know listen to the song for a minute and like. He's the kind of guy who just like sat around with a guitar in his hand and like while he's having a conversation with you, like whip off an REM tune or a Stones tune without even thinking about it. Figuring, you know? oh, I hate those people. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck those guys. You know, another one of them is Ira Kaplan. He could just fart it out. Yeah. Oh, the guy from uh, Yola Tango. Yeah. He could just yeah. off the top of his head. He's like, oh, this Stone song. Yeah. Oh, he could just play he just, it. Yeah, he yeah. knows. He knows how to musicians, th- uh, right? To, to think and then and he could speak with his fretboard, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah. That's, I can't. I, I can never I do, do that. that. I have to sit down and figure out the stupid song. Right. And, you know, I can't. I can't do it. You want to start it wrong? <laughs> I'll still get it wrong. Yeah, yeah Bob, yeah. you want to play drums? <laughs> and then there'll be there'll be you some missed. Rolling Stones guy in the audience all pissed off. You didn't yeah. play it the exact way it's right. supposed to be. You missed the change. You're right. You missed. You missed the middle C. It's an upstroke on that one. <laughs> Come on, John. You're supposed all to swing. These t- uh, music off. You can explain this too. Do all these uh, all these Hoboken guys know each other? It's like a really yes, tight Hoboken, scene over there. Oh, wait, Hoboken's only a mile square. So it, that's it. A, a, yeah. it's, a, it's tiny. Oh wow. Number two, um, we had a awesome record store called Pure Platters that Bob worked in. That's where I yes, first met I Bob. I bought a lot of cool uh, okay. seven inches there. So there was that Maxwell's up the street, and in between Maxwell's and Pure Platters was the Live Tonight or the Beaten Path, whichever. It's almost like uh, an old western town with like the saloon, right? And, and, it, uh, and it, it was so working class and right. lots of artists. It, it was so different, you right. know. And also, it, I mean, it's just like everywhere. Like the other night, last night, I think it was. I, I went. I got invited to a, um, unbelievably somehow, I got invited to a Stone Roses after party, oh, right. and it was like <laughs> in, in, a, in a bar on Avenue C. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, I haven't been to Avenue C in a while. And yeah. like, I was just like. Oh my God! Is this like well, Bob, I one? Went, you know, it's all cleaned up. Right. I went to the terrible. show. I yeah. went to the show itself. It rocked. Did you? Uh, how did? How did great. How did the Stone Roses sell out the garden? That's I, I what past, I don't know because that's their only U.S. date. I walk. Is it? I walked yeah. past the garden the other day, and usually it's like you know you see like Justin Bieber or Jay Z or Beyonce on the it, on they, the on the on the thing. They crushed. It I'm like, wow, out. Stone Roses sold out. Yeah, I didn't understand well, it at all. I, I didn't. Think, I, I, I thought they were the, like a pretty uh, the day before. Band. I went to. A dinner party in Red Hook for one of the members of for Manny, the bass player, mm-hmm. and his wife, and uh, and it's my favorite. And I was one. actually offered a ticket, and I had something else to do, and I don't really care. But they were saying that the week before they played three nights in Manchester, each night to sixty thousand people. Wow! Cow. I believe God. it. That's amazing. <laughs> I always thought like the Stone Roses to me were like, a, kind of, I guess in America there were a band that were like you know like uh, under the radar. But I guess not. Well, they're part of the whole. Uh, well, you know, I thought so too, and I, I just like not that long ago I watched that movie, and that like mm-hmm. that made me realize how popular they really yeah, were. No, and they only they they, it's that. basically from one album, right? Which is a perfect record. I yeah, mean, it's I really it. great. What's it, the name of that record again? I think it's, it's called the Stone, Stone Roses. Roses. <laughs> Stone Roses, right? And what's <laughs> that, what was that? What's the hit on that? Uh, Fool's, Fool's, Fool's Gold. Gold. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the, I want to be adored. It's like, all hits. It's all hits. So it's it's. 
It's like every good yeah, that was good. My only complaint about that album is got the slowest fade in in the world. That's yeah, what the but, CD, and I'm like, no, that's what's great about it. All of a sudden, like, whoa, so loud. You <laughs> right, you can't, you can't, you, you can't adjust while you're, you should when you're do. putting it on. That, you do another the, bong hit. That's how you adjust. Super obnoxious. <laughs> super obnoxious. You can smoke a whole ounce by the time that song comes up. It picks you. It picks you up. I like to be picked up softly like that, Bob. It's great. I enjoy that record. No, man, you're already lying down on the couch, like you know. And you're already, you're already smoked, and you don't want to have to get up and and, and turn the volume down again. Right. Or up, yeah. or up, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bob. Before I forget, we were talking about Hoboken, and John asked, like, does everybody in Hoboken involved with the music scene know each other? It's important to mention that back in the late '80s through the early '90s, we all practiced. There was only one practice space, and we all practiced with. There was a ten room practice studio. We all practiced right. in the same. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we Sinatra, all went, which one? The one on Clinton Street? No, on Grand Rock and Roll Hell. Oh, that place. Okay, yeah, Leo's? the one by this kind of near Leo's restaurant. Yeah, next to Kitchens of Distinction. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I spent uh, summer working in Hoboken. I got one thing mm. I always remember is that the Twin Towers were gigantic right. over Hoboken. We had a great view, and oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. What would turn into the worst view of my life? Of course. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Right. Well. Happy night, Ivan, everybody. The show is over. <laughs> the show is over. Thank you. So, Bob, how was this, uh, this after-party? Was it flooded? with, with it, was it, it, nah, it, it, it was... Um, I actually... I don't even know why I went. I, I mean, I was told that the band weren't even going to go there. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought I'd check it out since it was you know free and I was kind of in town anyway. So I went there. It started at 11. It was a, kind of a cool place. It was like Studio 151 or something. And uh, it was it was nice and comfortable and and I you know it was I, it was slowly filling up. It just got very broy, so I split. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you go yeah. to the Did you I, go to the show? At the no, I didn't go to the show. No. Were the Stone Roses at the party? You didn't think no. they showed up? No. no. <laughs> oh, they didn't show up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come to the after party, and it's just like a bunch of dudes hanging around. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. High five! Just a typical, I guess, Avenue C crowd. <laughs> so, so Bob doesn't go. Doesn't want to go to Alphabet City when there's no element of danger anymore. It's too right. safe. Man. It's too safe. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> NYC is dead. Long live NYC. It is. So, the, the, um, are you guys, uh, the retrovirus? Are you? Is it retrovirus or the retrovirus? I'm sorry. It's Lydia Lunch. It's just. It's Lydia Lunch retrovirus. And that, are you guys playing any live gigs, or are you just doing the recording? Oh yeah, we've been traveling around the world for the last three or four years. Wow. Uh, this past month, I did. Uh, I played in. I, I, we actually played in Orlando a week before that stuff happened, and then we played last weekend. We played at the Knitting Factory, and we played in Philadelphia with this band that's on Sub Pop called Piss Jeans. Yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. sure. Piss Jeans. Great. Yeah. We love piss jeans. Uh, my audience does anyway. Oh, good. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're, they're from. Phil- yeah, they were great. Are they from Philadelphia? I believe. Yes. you're correct. Yeah. Correct, Brian. Music off once again. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. You, can you can you still make a living at this, Bob? Or have you ever been able to? Or do you have a, have to have a side gig? Or do you, you don't have to work at a gas station or anything. I hope. No, I've, I in my life I've done worked. You know. Like I was saying before, I was a silk, silk screen printer for like 15 years, and I've done pretty much everything you could possibly do. Uh, right now, I happen to be in good shape because, uh, well, four years ago, my wife that I was telling you about earlier, she passed yeah, away. Yeah, sorry, man. And I was smart enough to, um, we were smart enough to 
buy a place in Hoboken in yeah. like 1990 for hardly anything. Yeah. And uh, two years ago, I sold it for a shitload of money. And now I'm renting an apartment, much smaller place down the block. And, uh, and yeah, you know, kind of living off that money and just uh, doing all, you know, a lot of traveling with Lydia. I also have another project in the works with uh, Kid Congo and Mick Collins called the Wolf Manhattan Project. Yeah, that sounds and really good. We recorded good. one seven inch that that sold out, and we have an album in the can. And hopefully, at some point, when everyone's schedules can match up, that'll actually turn into a working band too. Nice. Can you talk a little bit about how that came together? Because I know you and Kid Congo had crossed paths before, you know, obviously because of New York. But um, yeah, no, I, I, he, he's one of my favorite people. We we played together in the Knoxville Girls. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, I just kind of, you know, you know, and I'm also friends with, with Mick and, and he, he's been living in Brooklyn. And then, um, I was actually right after my wife passed away, I took a little vacation and went to, uh, LA to hang out for 10 days. And, and I was hanging out a lot with, um, Larry Hardy, who has in the red records and mm-hmm. put out a bunch of records I play on. And so he was talking about how uh, Mick and Kid wanted to record together, and I, I just jumped on it. I said, "Get me in on there," and they didn't have any qualms about it, and uh, and it worked out great. We have a great chemistry together. We whip out really amazing songs really quickly, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's good, good stuff. He has an incredible voice, so I'm, I'm, I have not heard any of this stuff yet, but I'm going to go seek out what's available, because it's right up my alley. I love Kid Congo anyway, so. Yeah, uh, Brian, your friend, yeah. uh, Laura Legal was trying to get, uh, uh, told me I should have him on the show, so I'll, who, wait, who? I'll reach out to him. Who? Kid Congo. Kid Congo. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. We'll talk about that after the show, yeah. not during the interview. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, Bob, can you put that together for us? No. <laughs> this is the, it's, only about, it's not about you. It's about getting kid next. Bob, I got I, I to ask you this. You don't have to answer if you want, but it's funny because when we started tagging you on Facebook with the, uh, you know, Bob's going to be on the show, there was a little blowback. There was a little blowback. Oh, yeah. A uh, former bandmate of yours, Ned Hayden, from the Action Swingers. Uh, it's not a big fan of yours. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what did he say? What did <laughs> that piece of shit well, say? Well, <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know if, it, if he was kidding or not. No, he was not kidding. He was not kidding. And he, I don't know the no, situation. He, well, he, he said that, uh, can you, he, he talk, I don't know if you know my friend Chris Woody McDermott. He uh, apparently, were, uh, I'm not friends with Ned, but... Anyway, he wrote to Woody. No one's friends. I'm not friends with Woody either. Yeah, can you can you have your uh, buddies, your Bob Burt loving buddies, stop tagging my awesome band, my kick ass band, okay. the Action Swingers? I'm paraphrasing with that, you know, whatever you said. I don't know. He called you. A, I don't. Know yeah, I mean, you know, he he he's a. He, I don't really want to talk about him because okay. he's okay. he's got some kind of angry <laughs> bitter streak, and he's he feels pretty bit- much offended and alienated. Everybody at this point, and he wrote a lot of things, and, you know, and then he, and he, he erased he them. To this radio show, he's probably going to come after me with a no, shotgun or something. No, no, he wrote no. a bunch of stuff, but he erased them. So I'll yeah. give him the I'll give him the benefit. Yeah, of that's, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> he, felt, he felt dicked over about something or backstabbed, and we're like, oh, okay, I, I have got their to feelings. bring. If I don't bring it up, I'm not doing my Someone's job. Someone's got their feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah, fucking bad poker. Yeah. I think he told me to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> Whatever, he, he man. It. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I I worked with that guy longer than anybody, and I never did anything, you know, that there should be any bad feelings from him 
you know, but for some reason, I don't, I don't, I, I have no idea why he hates me so much, but he goes off on everybody. So, you know, yeah. I mean, the reason I played in, in the action swingers is because I got a phone call one day from Thurston saying like, Hey, me and Julie Kafritz are playing with this guy, Ned at CBGB's and we need a drummer. So I went there, you know, I'm not going to pass up playing with two ex bandmates that I love. Sure, yeah. And so, so I, uh, I played the first action swinger show at CBGB's learning the songs during the sound check. <laughs> and then before you know it, you know, he totally made enemies with Thurston and right. then Julie was around for a little while and like they can't stand each other. And then, and then, uh, we went through a bunch of different people and at one point me, Ned and, uh, Howie Pyro and Bruce Bennett, we did a tour of England, like right at the height of like grunge and it was like the most insane two weeks of my life. <laughs> but uh <laughs> What is your favorite place in the world to play? What's like the best place you ever played? Can you remember? Um that's a hard question. I don't know. That, I, 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 I I usually say Tokyo because I've only been there once. Yeah. Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, I went there in 1989 or 88 or 89 with Pussy Galore. We played two shows in Tokyo, and then we played a show in Osaka. And the show in Osaka was uh, this brand new band opening up for us called The Boredoms, uh-huh. which was oh, the yeah. hardest act I've ever had to follow in my life. But they have like 15, <laughs> you know, like 15 drummers. And then, or like, we came back. We came back to the U.S. and we we're telling everybody, you know, man, this band, you know, is amazing. And then, you know, the next thing you know. John Zorn and Sonic Youth are talking about them, so no one listens to us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Shonen Knife girls are from Osaka too, right? Yes, they are. <laughs> cool, cool uh, rock city. That's the Seattle of Japan, huh? Bob, I ask every, <laughs> I, I ask every guest this, and of course you don't have to answer if you want. Who's the biggest asshole in rock and roll that you've ever met? Who is there anyone who was such a dick to you you couldn't believe it? Um, when people ask me that question, the two names that roll off the top of my head are Courtney Love and Billy Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> I pick her up to about five Corgans now. Two thumbs up right there, Two thumbs up. That's like, uh, yeah. And there's, I, I could name two of the biggest assholes, and I think maybe one of them, maybe we, maybe we talked about right. already, that, 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 I've, uh, that I've played with in all the bands I've been in, and, yeah. and you know, I'm not even going to mention them because they always they always you know go psycho on me. So yeah, yeah, it's Lee Ronaldo, isn't it? We no. knew it. We knew it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I love Lee. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bob, do you have a couple minutes to play crap? Not crap. Uh, the game is. I'm just going to give you. A, it's really simple. I'll give you a band name, and you tell me whether they're crap or not crap. And if you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, of course you may do that. Does that sound okay? These are these are bands that I know of. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if you don't okay. know, you could just pass. Yeah, I'll just. It's just a okay. basic list we give to everybody, and uh, it's a fun game we like to play because it's very divisive and uh, makes everyone yell at each other. Uh, okay. okay. Here's Crap Not Crap with Bob Bird. Frank Zappa. Uh, not Crap. Bruce Springsteen. Not Crap. Metallica. Crap. Van Halen. Uh, not Crap with David Lee Roth. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Definitely not crap. Ted Nugent. Or made me, you know, right. not right. not their whole career anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, listen, there's bound to be there's so much material. There's bound to be some stinkers in there. 
Uh, Ted Nugent. Oh, the worst crap of the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad. Definitely not crap. Yeah. I love them. Fog Hat. Crap. Credence. Not crap. I'm still waiting for the one person to crap Credence. It's going to happen. I think somebody did, actually. Some, Steve Albini crapped the Beatles. How about the Beatles? <laughs> um... I'm not gonna say crap, but I'm not. I'm not. You know, no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say not crap either. <laughs> you're not. Re- you're not reaching for a Beatles record to put on at any time soon. No, but yeah. I, I do have a few. Yeah. Uh, I, I must admit, Bob Dylan. Oh, totally not crap. The Sex Pistols. What's that? Sex Pistols. Not not crap. Joy Division. Not crap. The Clash. Not crap. Jethro Tull. Mario. Yeah. Uh, first two, first three albums, not crap. I actually saw them at the Fillmore East when I was 14 and thought they were cool. But uh, crap starting with Aqualung. Crap starting with Aqualung. Ooh. And the first three albums, not crap, Mario. Interesting, I'm sorry, Interesting cutoff. Point. My friend Mario is here, who is also an old uh, hand at the punk rock was, scene. He's probably, never... You probably <laughs> ran into him at Max's Kansas City. And he's a huge <laughs> Jeff, He's inexplicably a, a huge Jethro Tull fan. We don't know why, but he loves it. How about uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Waits? Not crap. Pink Floyd? Um, crap. Not crap until Dark Side of the Moon, then total crap. R.E.M. Hmm. Uh, I'll give them a, a not crap. All right. Not crap. You love music, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about um, King Diamond? <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll just guess crap, but I've never crap? heard of it. Why, why do you have to laugh when you say that? Because it's just such a dumb question. <laughs> no, right? I don't think he's dumb. <laughs> I like King Diamond. I, I laugh when I think when, when I when I say <laughs> when I <laughs> when I say King Diamond, his face with the makeup pops into my head. Okay, and I that's start funny. That's funny. <laughs> Aerosmith. Uh, I'm gonna say crap. All right. How about a uh, bad company? Yeah, yeah, crap. Melvin's. <laughs> Not crap. Crass. Melvin's Melvin's oh. are huge pussy galore fans. Yeah. Did you ever meet those guys? Oh yeah. King, totally. King Buzzo. That... Yep, King Buzzo. I'm, I'm friends with Dale. Dale, in fact, Dale actually dropped my name in an interview with Modern Drummer. Hey. Nice. Wow. Oh, so you're good. a modern drummer. That's that's <laughs> funny, man. You, you've made it, it. Does it make you laugh when you're like, "Wow, I was this drummer who just started out kind of banging around in these noise rock bands, and now I'm in modern drummer." Like the next thing, they're gonna put your, the, they're gonna put your tablature up there and like a, on a page. <laughs> uh, Fleetwood Mac. Bobby, you there? Hello. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, crap, not crap. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. Um, up until about five years ago, well, far, I I really always loved early Fleetwood Mac, like Peter Green stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, um, you know, when I was you know making music, making the racket that I made in my career back in those days, I hated Fleetwood Mac. But then about I don't know about eight years ago, some I. Someone played Tusk at a party, mm-hmm. 
and that's now one of my favorite. Yes. <laughs> Were you stoned when it happened? Uh, most likely. Most likely. <laughs> it's funny, like uh, how you, uh, the the switch flicks sometimes, and you're like, "Oh wow, I always hated Fleetwood Mac," and then you're like, you realize that hey, these guys are pretty good. Tusco seems to be a record that does that for people too. That's like the turning point for them. By the way, just the updating yeah, for the, uh, about the Mets home Brandon, run. Brandon Nemo Mets rookie uh, with a home run uh, with a big smile on his face. Always seven to one Mets against the Cubs. Crushed one. Yeah, crushed one. Uh, you're not a baseball fan, Bob, are you? Uh, no. No. Any no sports in your life? Because the, the, there's shirts with your name on it that say <laughs> BB. <laughs> That's ball well, boy, true. Brian. Uh, you know, I thought it was Bob Burke. Actually, 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 my father was a Heisman Trophy yeah, winner. Yeah, I, no, I've never I been ask you sport. about that. What school did he play for? Notre Dame. No oh, way! I, I didn't know this. He was See, Heisman Trophy winner at Notre that. Dame. <laughs> That's crazy. In I did want to ask you. 1943. But I was I was embarrassed because I thought maybe you wouldn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Because I, right. I said to John, I'm like, you know, his dad won it's the amazing. Heisman in 43. Yeah. Right? So, and, did, did your dad make it to the NFL? He did, but he didn't last long. He hurt his knee. And his name wasn't. Is is Bert your real last? Name? You don't have to answer. No, it's not. It's, I wouldn't think it's okay. an Italian. Son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could look that up online. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next question. Um, so you can dad- find it. In, you can find it in any Sonic Youth book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, now confusion I is next. Were you close with your dad, or uh, not really? Yeah, my dad was was, was an awesome guy. He. he and, you know, as I got older, I actually kind of realized that we had a lot in common. Like, we were both Geminis. We are both, like, really respected and loved by our friends and, and people. And um, and it's kind of, like, weird because, like, I'm not really, like, a successful, well-known musician. And yet he's kind of like, you know, he was never a big, like, pro football player like O.J. Simpson or anything like that. Uh, but, uh but yeah, no, he 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 was a, a really really good guy. So you have that in common, like you're both like you you feel like you're both on the cusp of uh, fame or however you, you want to quantify they success. Live, they you live know? Gl- they live glory. That's definitely that's a great. Well, thing. we think you're a successful mu- musician, Bob. <laughs> that's why. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. I'm curious to know since you brought it up, um, what did he think about you becoming, you know, an artist and a musician? Like uh, you said, he was. He, you had a good relationship with well, him. Well, you know, it, it, it was, um, you have to realize, you know, the, the time I grew up in, like, I be, I was, like, 14 in 1969, so I was, like, a you know, when a lot of kids were growing, uh, and, and my parents sent me to Catholic school, yeah. which really messed me up, which, you know, I didn't really mess me up, I just knew it was a crock of shit. Yeah, us and too, we're so, with you, we're all Catholic so that school. kind of, like... And then, you know, so here I am be- being brought up in a time where, um, you know, the music is just starting to get some good stuff on the radio and some psychedelic music out of San Francisco. And the people that I looked up to when I was a kid weren't sports figures. They were more like, you know, Abby Hoffman or, yeah. you know, pe- people like that. And, you know, and so, so yeah, that's where I was. I was coming from a more hippie thing. And I moved out of my house when I was 18. I couldn't wait to get out of there but it wasn't any, any because of any really you know i really had uh your total total you know american leave it to beaver kind of upbringing and i was right. a, i was like the baby of four kids and what what town so, uh, what jersey town did you grow up in clifton clifton right clifton. yes uh, so when your uh your dad didn't try to push you into football or anything like that he wasn't a was he angry like jody said to simplify was he like uh you know 
uh, he's 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 doing nothing with his life. He's hanging out with that Warhol nut. No, <laughs> he wasn't like that. I mean, he, he, he my mother gave me more of that kind of attitude. My father used to actually, like, you know, I would go away on tour and come back, and he was just like, oh, how much money did you make, blah, blah, blah. Exactly, yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, but he didn't really care. And, and uh, I mean, he wasn't, it's not like they were encouraging, but they weren't discouraging either. And my father, like, you know, when I was in Pussy Galore, Whenever the, the bad name came up, oh, my mother yeah. would be like, "Oh, that's a terrible name." <laughs> yeah, my father would like would James joke, Bond. joke with his buddies, you know. James Bond reference. That's, he, how, you, well, that's he, how you squash that. Even today, I think if I was in a band called Pussy Glory, I would hide that from my parents today. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I don't know if I, my mom. Well, I, 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 I always I always heard the story that you know, when Steve Shelley was in Sonic Youth, one time they were playing in Michigan, and uh, you know when they were getting more popular, and his parents came to the show. And they were standing backstage, and some kid came up to Steve and said, "Man, you were so great in the Crucifix." <laughs> and, like his, and his parents like never knew he was yeah. in a band called. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! I don't know what you're talking about. Shut up, kid! I'll talk to you outside. Right, <laughs> Steve. Steve lives by uh, yeah. Bob and I in Hoboken. Yeah. My parents never knew I was in a band called the Ten Cent Fuck Flicks either. I believe in it. <laughs> there you go. One time we had to book a hotel, and the late, nice lady was like 80 years old behind the thing, and where she's like, "Whoa, you guys are playing in town. You're in a band, and what's the name of the band?" And we're like, <laughs> "We're just like you know your your basic bar band, you know." We had to hide it. That's, we're the Ten Cent Fun Fellows, <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to party. Yay! Uh, all right, a couple more crap, not crap, with Bob Burton. I'll let you go, Bob. Thanks for stay, staying on the line with us yeah, for so thanks. long. Replay, yeah, no problem. It. What do you think of the band Boston? Uh, crap. Well, uh, how about and the fact that they're actually like on tour now, and the, and the, the guy, the singer that has that voice is dead. Yeah, yeah. they were like a studio that. band when they were around. Right. I'm sorry if I'm elaborating and not just saying crap. No, no, please. I, uh, the elaboration is, is is always is always great because it brings about. us to different places. Um, yeah, here, Boston here, crap. Here's a real even the city Boston crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that one, my friend. I've been there a bunch of times. What do you and think of Philadelphia? That's yeah, crap. Uh, less crap than Boston. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's closer. At least you went the right direction on that. Crack, not crack. Right, Philadelphia had crack, not crack. Right, right. Philadelphia had the plenty of crack in Philly. Yeah, more right. crack in Philly than Boston. And even on the uh, Liberty Bell, the one, the one thing they have, uh, <laughs> they can't even keep that nice. Imagine there was a yeah, giant, really. giant crack in the Statue of Liberty. We, that would not stand here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to go. Oh, here's a real polarizing one, Bob. All right, this is tough. Okay. It might be easy for you. You never know, but. Uh, what do you think of Steely Dan? Total crap. Yeah! I agree. About time somebody's making sense around here. There's a whole resurgence the, the, of these. The things. only thing crappier than Steely Dan is Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. He's one of Perfect. Them. Yeah. You, you I get offended a, when he's people. He's a cast member. I get offended when people say crap, but they're not as enthusiastic as you just were. Yeah. When you they know, say, eh, crap. I'm like, what do you mean, eh, crap? It's, eh, it's yeah. crap. Steely Dan <laughs> sucks so fucking bad. that It's like oh. the, the white boy jazz. Jody's shaking her head. No, it's just 
It's gross I mean, music for gross people. The only redeeming quality is that they got their name from a William Burroughs novel. That's right. the only yeah. redeeming quality. Well, no, I thought they were named after a vibrator. Yeah. In, in, in the Oh, So they weren't even that yeah. clever. The only thing that's, no, yeah, no. The, the only good idea they had, they stole from William Burroughs. Oh. Exactly, exactly. Well, band I do. sucks. Yeah. Well, I, I, I happen yes, to yeah. enjoy the album Asia. You could probably say that about a lot of people, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that band is like nails on a chalkboard to me whenever it comes on. Sorry, Jody. Uh, see, Jody's uh, shooting me daggers. <laughs> 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 uh, well, how about Iron Maiden? <laughs> don't laugh. Uh, I don't. I'm, 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 I'm really not a metal guy. Right. That's why I immediately said Metallica's crap. So I, I don't, you know. I don't want to say that Iron Maiden is crap because maybe to the to some people that I know that like them, maybe no, they're not. But no, I don't, you're, I'm not familiar opinion. with them enough. I, I never familiar. gave them the time of day, and I wouldn't recognize the song if it fell over me. Right, he's passing. Uh, misfits. Yep. The, Mi- misfits. The, mis- the misfits. The misfits. Oh, the misfits. Yeah. Um, not crap. I uh, like the misfits. Right. Kiss. Crap. <laughs> and finally, uh, wait, uh, Velvet Underground. I know what you're going to say here. Oh, my God. That's, that's <laughs> finding that, you know, I was talking before about um, being a, you know, a hippie. But that's when my life changed when I was in high school in 1972 or 73. All within a small period of time, I went to my older brother's apartment and saw the first Velvet Underground record and played it, and then I later won, won it on the Seaside Heights boardwalk for a quarter. Nice. <laughs> and, and not too long after that, my art class in high school went on a field trip to the Whitney Museum for the Andy Warhol retrospect, and then one day I cut school and went to see uh, Trash at the 8th Street Cinema, and not long after that, I went to see, uh, in 1972 or 73, I went to Max's and saw the New York Dolls. And that's when my whole perspective on everything changed. I'm, I'm, I mean, the Velvet Underground, it's like when people ask for my top ten list, their first album is usually my number one. Right. And it's interesting. If you, you Do you think if you didn't win that album for a quarter on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights that your life would have turned out differently? I think if I didn't see it at my brother's house, actually play it and hear it and knew I had to have it, my life might have been differently. But I think I would have caught on to it because I was always, you know, you know, it's like when I was in junior high school, me and my friend, we used to walk home from school and ironically there was a small record store called Take 5 and we used to shoplift albums there every day. I, went from, I, I can't believe this guy didn't catch on. It was like this tiny record store. And I would, I would ask him a question. My friend would, we'd, we'd, first we'd like look through them and pile the five albums we wanted together. And then he'd shove them up his jacket. Right. And, like, you know, and shove like a square it was just foot. Like every day. And then we'd go home to his house. His parents worked and he lived down the street from me. And so we'd smoke pot and listen to like the records we just saw, which were like the first Black Sabbath album, the MC5. Yeah. You know all this stuff that was coming out back then, like, and uh, yeah. So we, you know, we were totally. I was totally exploring it, and I was always going to concerts for as long as I can remember. My very first date at age sixteen was uh, the opening night at the Capitol Theater in Passaic, and the bill was uh, 
Humble Pie, the Jay Giles Band, and Frampton's Camel. Oh my oh, wow. God! That's a triple. That's a triple attack. Did you get a second date? <laughs> I hope she went back out. I with saw, you. I, you know, and also in Passaic and other theaters. Even before that, I saw Alice Cooper on the Love It to Death tour. I saw Pink Floyd on the Yamagama tour. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. You know, in, in theaters in Passaic. All right. right. What's the best? But you remember the, your favorite show of all time? Do you have it in your mind, or is it too hard? My favorite show of all time. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that, that's that's I can't. It's I can't. Too tough. Yeah, well, Bob, I'll tell <laughs> so you. So many shows. I, I yeah, know, I know you yeah. were there. Mud Honey yeah. at Maxwell's on New Year's Eve show was was something else. With the mummies. Oh yeah. my god! Bob seen Black else. Sabbath. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, you know the, the show that I just saw, like. I guess four or five years ago, it was the only time I went to ATP upstate and I saw that triple bill of uh, the scientists, Mud Honey, oh, yeah. and the Stooges doing Raw Power. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. a great and fucking Mike, show. That was great. <laughs> you know, I had, never, I had never seen the Stooges before, and I was at that show. And uh, uh, you're talking about a Kutcher's upstate? <laughs> and, uh, you know, man, I was like, oh, I don't know what to expect with this uh, Stooges reunion. And yeah. Iggy Pop just came right out on stage and bypassed the stage and walked into the audience in the first song he was in the crowd it was like it's on yep it was it was great it was wonderful you want to assess but i saw fun. the clash at the clash at the palladium on 14th street with um cool. bo diddley and the cramps opening up oh my awesome. god <laughs> that was they did they did a bunch uh, of you nights. know how mad bo diddley is that he had to open up for the clash and how he was cursing backstage all the time i'm bo diddley <laughs> but bo diddley was an angry dude <laughs> I'm bo diddley. my favorite stories are, are the weird opening acts like i, I actually saw an unknown hall and oats open for lou reed oh, wow. <laughs> i also I, I also saw sticks open for lou reed uh-huh. <laughs> uh sticks wow <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that was my next uh, crap not crap question. Lou Reed solo. Uh, not crap up until I'll say the bells. Right. Where? Where is that? Be- and is and that- then crap ever. And, and, and then, then he, if you could ask me what I think of his uh, record with Metallica, that's oh, yeah. oh Lulu, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, where was bells before? I am after, the table. Was bells before after New York? After. After, okay. After, okay. So no, Bells was before, before New York. Before New York. Was it? Okay. So New it was York. like the Bells, then there was the Blue Mask, and I think then New York. New York was kind of later after the fact. New York was a great album. You don't uh, like the Blue Mask? Yeah, it, it was okay, but it's no out. Transformer. It's no Berlin. It's no Dirty yeah. uh, Dance. Blah, blah, blah. It's no yeah, Coney Island Baby. Metal Machine Music, crap. Not crap. Not crap. <laughs> Although when I bought it, when it when I bought it the day it came out, and I put it on my stereo, I thought it was crap. I mean, <laughs> it, is it is it a real album or is it just him getting out of a contract? <laughs> well, he's fucking with the record company for sure. Right. On that one, but. One yeah, I, I don't know, but whatever. Yeah. But is the I, either I, way? <laughs> are, there, are there aesthetics to it? Like, was it is it by design or is he or is he just saying, hey, let's make this this culmination of this no because i think there's some kind of like you know he has some kind of scientific you know he got granted like even just looking at him on the cover he, the guy weighed about 40 pounds he was totally on speed out of his mind yeah and uh and it wasn't that long uh i think after like sally can't dance came out or whatever and you know and i remember i remember going to see him at the felt forum you know when he had the blonde hair and the sunglasses and he was super super skinny and he actually you know during the song, heroin took out like a fake gigantic hypodermic needle and was like <laughs> making believe he was shooting up. And I, I just, and you know, and the one thing I do remember about that show is like the show ended 
and the lights went up and I just looked at the audience and there was like about 50 people that were just totally nodded out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder why. They were on doing heroin. Lane. Right. And did you feel like, you know, as a, as a huge Velvet Underground fan, did you feel like he was clowning like the music that, you know, that you held dear? Say that again? Did you feel when you're watching the show and he brings out like a giant inflatable hypodermic needle or whatever it is, uh, do you feel like uh, you feel like it was insulting the music that you were held close to your heart? No, you know, I, I was enjoying it because it was just you know such a it's a great song and he just it was Lou and he was so weird and different than anyone yeah. else back then. So yeah, and I I, I dug it. Uh, the dictate. I saw Bowie. I, I saw Bowie do the Diamond Dogs tour at the Garden. I just, you know trying to think of. Uh, I, and, and, and even when I get into like discussions with hippies nowadays, mm-hmm. I say, Are hippies nowadays, I, hippies nowadays. Like I, you know, I was, I was sitting at a table in uh, in Williamsburg with a bunch of people, and I heard this one guy talking about how he was going to go see the Dead and Company, and you know, you know, he's you know probably thirty something, and, and uh, I said, oh, that's the Dead with John Mayer, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, like. I said, oh, I said, I saw the dead with pig pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, his jaw just dropped. You know? <laughs> I saw the Almond Brothers with uh, Dwayne Almond and Barry Oakley. Nice. In Pathetic. Wow. <laughs> right. That's, oh, that's way early on, too. Yeah. You've seen some insane shows, man. Yeah. Jeez. Bob do, you, Bob, do you have a good memory or are you writing this stuff down like I do? <laughs> Mario, uh, that's Mario, Bob. Mario has a list of every show he's been to. And how old are you, Mario? 57? 54. 54? Let's find Sorry. one show that you've both he, been he, to. He writes down the bands and the rating and the drugs he were, he was on. But my buddy Chris... That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you don't have to write it down. You have actual memory. So have you ever seen Sonic Youth, Mario? Do you I, I, I have a bad short-term memory. Like I, I've been spent half the day figuring out where I lost my umbrella today. But yeah, I can remember what shows I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd have to check my list. Uh, should I check to see if any Sonic Youths pop up? Yeah. Yeah. But you, uh, Bob, did you ever hang out with Lou Reed? It's your hero. No, I, I never, never met Lou Reed. Um, I have a great photo of him, and that's another thing. I should talk about is that I'm actually uh, I, I put out a, a fanzine called BB Gun, yeah, and um, it started in 1995 and ended in 2004. It was only like seven issues, but I also like when I was on those uh, I took a lot of photographs even before I was in bands. But then I also took my camera on the first Sonic Youth tours and Pussy Galore tours. So I'm actually putting together a book right now. Awesome. And um, it's going to have a lot of great photo, photos. Photo, photo and I, I, I went to this show in 1977 at the bottom line, and I brought my camera. The show was uh, The Feelies, The Talking Heads, and Brian Ferry. Holy but Jesus I have all these amazing Christ. photos of, audi- of people in the audience, which were Lou Reed, Lou Reed and Danny Fields. I got great pictures of Warhol. The picture that I posted on my Facebook page today of uh, Debbie Harry because it's her birthday. I saw that. Um, yeah. yeah, she's she, yeah, she's that was pretty good at that show. Excellent. She's also. Oh, we look forward to the book. When when do you think you'll have that done? Do you know? Uh, did you have a publisher? Yeah, it's it's a label out of Chicago. Uh, Hozak is going to put it out. I don't have a deadline, and I'm I'm about 150 pages in. But I'm just not disciplined, so I'm you know it's it's, it's going slow. Yeah, I'm <laughs> every day you. I'm like, man, I got to work on my book today, and I'm just like, uh. I know it's so easy to get distracted and work on and just not do it. <laughs> I know it's 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 the bane of my existence. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. 
Uh, all right, just uh, like a couple more quickly. Uh, how about Prince? What do you think of Prince? Uh, not crap. Uh, the Dictators. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm good friends with uh, both Handsome Dick and uh, Andy Chernoff, who aren't friends with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to have to say not crap, but my story with the Dictators is I avoided them for a really long time because um, in the early 70s, one of the bands I used to follow around at all the clubs was uh, Wayne County and the Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. that were totally amazing. And uh, and then there was that whole controversy about, you know, Handsome Dick being all heckling Wayne County at CB's and right, Wayne right. County. Broke oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. That was a big, a big, uh, big thing. And yeah. Fight. yeah. And so because of that, I was such a Wayne County fan that I just totally avoided the dictators until probably like the early 90s, and I said, well, you know, uh, it's like, well, there's no good new, new good music going on, coming out. Let me go check out all the things I passed by. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I, I, you know, the, the, the good dictator songs are fucking great. I, I had to say they're not crap. I, I, I like them a lot, actually. <laughs> We've had Andy on the show twice now. He's been in here uh, once. He, uh, <laughs> he, he's, he's, it's funny because he wrote all the songs, and that's yeah, like just yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's funny too because he's such a nice guy. I think we tried to get him to shit talk uh, handsome dick, and he uh, he didn't take the bait. He would, you know, he wasn't. A, he was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, he didn't. <laughs> well, he didn't well it's funny because uh, not that long ago, Lydia Lunch was doing like a a woman spoken word workshop kind of thing, and she had these, and one of the people that was doing it was handsome dick's wife, and handsome dick was there, and he was like saying all this shit. And then Lydia just grabbed the mic and she's like, "If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna go all Wayne County on your ass." Oh <laughs> shit! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cookie, that guy, listen, t- handsome yeah. dick, whatever. The guy's a he's a your your typical New York chooch, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, he he uh, we defriended each other at the, uh, simultaneously on Facebook. I think I couldn't take the guy anymore. <laughs> Can't get to the keyboard fast. And, but I'm I'm good friends with uh, his his bass player Dean Rissler, who also you know I mean, listen. Yeah. Ha- Handsome Dick's probably not the easiest guy you know, to get I'm along like, with, but he's I'm probably. like Facebook friends. You know, one of my biggest influences and in, and in, in, you know is Mo Tucker and the stuff she's been posting. Oh yeah, online. she's like a, like a crazy. It's, it's really it's really hard not to delete her, but it's just like. Okay, wait a minute. It's Mo Tucker. She played yeah. on Sister Ray. I haven't <laughs> seen any of it, but I, I guess I heard that. Uh, is I don't know. Is she like a right wing conspiracy theorist? Or is or she libertarian? I, yeah, I don't know what she posts. What, She's what? total like Tea Party and total like no you know yeah. anti Obama and really. I've heard that. Yeah. She's a redneck, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a, how does someone come out of Andy Warhol's factory I don't and end either. up the way she thinks? Like, I, it's beyond me. Well, but you know, she she moved down south. She has about seven kids and grandkids. Okay. And, Right, and there's the Obummer memes and all these things Wait, coming at you. Probably you guys know who broke my heart like that? Xan Cervenka. Ross the boss from the Dictators is is a, is out of out of control. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, he's so to the right. It's not even fun. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Brian. Sorry. Who broke your heart? Xan from X. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Not, not so much politics, but she's just like a. She went off the rails for a little while there. Yeah. 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 She uh, went on a whole tirade. Now this, it sounds familiar to me. Yeah. A whole tirade about. Um, when there was the shooter in L.A. who was targeting women, she thought yeah, was, yeah. she thought it was a false flag. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so These conspiracy guys, yeah, out of control, so, man. yeah. I couldn't. I deleted her. But uh, right, but right now I'm reading John Doe's book, and it's I'm really enjoying it. So I've been playing X a lot. Yeah, but, oh, great uh, band. But <laughs> I mean, one one funny story was this: like I was at this barbecue. It was actually uh, I think last year or something. It was like on Lydia's birthday. There was a barbecue in Brooklyn, and and Andy Chernoff was there with his girlfriend Carla, and, and uh. And so, 
they were, you know, it was like 10 o'clock. He's like, oh, yeah, I think we're going to go. And I said, come on, don't go. And I started singing like, weekend, come on. <laughs> and he goes, I said, Andy, did you write that one? And he just looks at me and he goes, Bob, I wrote them all. I wrote them all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Bob, while we have you on the phone still, um, you know, we're based here in Flushing, and you recently uh-huh. went to the Ramones exhibit at the Queens Museum, right? Yes. What'd you think of that? I loved it. Cool. Uh, I we still have a month to make it, right? I could like walk no, there. No, no, it closes. It's in, over. It closes yeah. July tenth. Oh, we got. Oh, we July tenth. We can do it. Let's do oh, it. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. What the hell? You haven't been there yet. Oh, my no. poster says July thirty first. That's what the poster says. Oh, I, yeah, no, it's, it's worth. It's definitely worth checking out. Now, you know, the fun few rooms, especially the one room where it's just like. A, a giant wall with live footage playing over and over again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Well, that, a, uh, that, that, uh, did they play that concert from 77? Yeah. Because yeah. that shit is yeah. fucking, great. that is the, the quint- in my opinion. We use that picture to promote the, the quintessential. show. Right, of him yeah. in front of the The, be- the best Ramones show I ever saw was at the sh- this place called The Show Place, which was in Dover, New Dover. Jersey. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, you know, it was, it was early, as they, you know, Tommy was still playing drums, and I was driving out there in my beat-up yellow Volkswagen Carmen Ghia, and it was a total blizzard outside, and I'm driving. Nice car. Get, almost getting blown off the road, and I'm, and I'm like halfway there thinking, man, there's no way they're going to even show up at the show. So I get there, and uh, there's like five feet of snow, and there's like nobody there, like maybe 15, 20 people. And the, Rom- the Ramones come out and you know play like every song they know, and they were like really funny. Like after every song, Joey's like saying, "Like we just ate at Friendly's across the street, and now I want to be well." Once you do <laughs> <laughs> you know, blah blah blah. And so they they play every single song, you know, for like way over an hour or whatever. And then like Joey's like, "We're gonna go backstage and take some LSD. We'll be back in, in 20 minutes." And then they come back in 10 minutes right. and play like every song all over again. Right. It was amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> they played the they played them all over again. Yeah. The same song? They played like, you know, like two two full sets in yeah. exactly the same. See, so Guided by Voices were late doing that, John. Ah. So was, was, the sh- right, was the show place in Dover the one with the concrete pit that you had to walk down a few steps down into that were, was directly in front of the stage? You, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. It, it, was, was it was much more wide open than that. No. That's not, what the hell was the one I'm thinking of then? Maybe it was I one saw of the some good shows there. I saw the cramps there, too. Yeah. Wow, that's very good. Cramps are—they're good friends of yours too, right? Uh, no, only kid. That's right. So we look forward to hearing the uh, Wolf Manhattan Project. Any release date and anything like that? Well, the seven inch came out uh, a couple months ago and sold out really quickly. Um, those two songs you could actually hear on YouTube. Yeah, uh, the album, I'm not sure when it's going to come out. It might, it might not come out until early next year. The single actually took, like, we recorded it, like, it came out, like, three or four years after oh. we recorded it. <laughs> where'd you, it where did forever, you, track, you know? Where'd you track it? Where'd, where'd you track it? Uh, we did it at um, with uh, uh, Matt Verderay at his head studios on, Lud- uh, I think it was on Orchard Street. Yeah, yeah. here in Manhattan. Do you guys rehearse? Yeah. Do you guys rehearse regularly? Or? No, we don't rehearse at all. We oh. went into the, we 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 went in <laughs> to the studio, Fuck not that. ever playing together before, and came and in two days we came up with a really smoking single, and then uh, it was time to make the album. So we you know we went in for a bunch of days and just like spent most of our time like you know whipping up stuff and 
I think me and, me and Mick actually got together once before we made the album in my place in Hoboken, and you know I would come up with a, like a, a drum beat, and he'd come up with a riff at like a half a minute, and he like recorded on his phone like that's a song, <laughs> that's a song. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> I, haven't heard, I haven't seen or heard you guys yet, and I'm psyched. Does Kid and yeah. does Kid and Mick sing together? Uh, no, it actually, well, yeah, there's there songs where we all sing, actually. Oh. I actually sing a song or two oh, nice. from the drums. And, all, right. And, um, all right, Phil Collins. Is it hard to sing yeah, and play at the same time? No, no, don't say that. Don't <laughs> call me Phil Collins or Dave <laughs> Grohl. I'll come over there and punch you in the head. Uh, <laughs> Phil Collins, <laughs> crap, not crap. Dave Grohl, crap, go, not crap. I'll go Ned Hayden on your own. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's it. Bob Bird is in the car on a, on his way over to kick Brian's ass. Everybody, he could, <laughs> he could stick I'm, his hand I'm out. I'm too lazy. I'll just wait for him to come home. No, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna get my ass kicked by Bob Bird. Element of surprise too. Save you know the, where he's at. You know? Save the toll. He you knows, can always he, find him. It's only a, a no, square he knows mile. Where, he knows where I work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to get off. Uh, behind the yeah, drums at Seven Eleven, we you know, know where you were. Mixing some songs that Kittle sing back up on. You know, we all we all switch around, but yeah, we're all vocalizing. Yeah. Right, so very good. Yeah, I'm going to have to dig that up right after the, the show. Is there, Bob, do you have a website or anything where people can go uh, check this stuff out? Or? No, I don't have a website. I just have a, you know, I, as you know, I am the king of Facebook. So. Are you? I just became friends. I'm not even sure if I'm friends with you. I'll have to uh, friend you. I think I, I, I liked your bands and stuff. I have to yeah, go friend Bob Burke. Yeah, we look forward. <laughs> I look. I look forward to you blocking me immediately because I'm. I'm <laughs> I think I'm the king of Facebook, and I'm horrible. <laughs> we look forward to seeing this photo book too. That's gonna be really <laughs> cool. It, it was so funny. One time, uh, I was uh, just doing some small thing. I went. To, I went to see this. Uh, it was kind of like a benefit for a friend that died or whatever, and uh, it was at some place on 14th Street. And I went there just to like see uh, Don Fleming and some other people I know were playing and. And uh, I ended up getting up there and playing too. But I was sitting on the floor, and, and some kid comes over to me, and he's just like, "Wow, you're Bob Burt. You're an amazing Facebook poster." Oh! <laughs> oh, you don't understand. A little pause. Claim, claim to fame. You don't understand. Well, John, that, that same thing happened to John in Chicago over the weekend. To me over the weekend, because I played, and people were being nice, and I was tr explaining to people before that I was, I, I, I got my, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Down. And then somebody goes, "Hey, uh, as I'm leaving the event, it's the it's the end of three days." Some guy goes, "Like, oh, you, hey man, you're really good at social media." And I just auto because I was <laughs> I was in the band mode. I just went, "Hey man, thank you very much. I really appreciate that." Like all sincere, it was awful and terrible. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> so well, I look forward man, to reading. Man, when I started out rocking, it wasn't even the iPhone yet. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't uh, what do you call it? So, uh, saw you up there. <laughs> or, uh, you guys look like you were having fun up there. That's the these these are the things people say when they uh, you know don't want to yeah, compliment yeah. you. Hey, well, uh, that's a pretty nice guitar. Right. <laughs> so, hey, Bob, this new book of photos that's coming out is that a lot of the stuff that you used previously for BB Gun? Because that magazine was, I'd say, half photos, which are awesome. uh, a lot of it. A lot, yeah, you probably you know if if you, if, you, if you go scroll through all my photos on, online. Um, You'll probably You'll see mostly it. everything, but uh, but there might be some stuff you haven't seen. Yeah. But I I have a big archive of photos, and, and uh, I see some of those. Lot, uh, yeah, there are some there are some photos that have been in BB Gun definitely, and uh, and I'm just like and I'm going through the BB Guns. I'm just doing a lot of like I'm not like reprinting all the 
full interviews. I'm just like taking some juicy parts out of some of them and right. no, you know geez. making it like a very kind of entertaining book to run right. through and read. You know, even I'm sure that you thought of this. Even a collected BB gun, like a coffee table kind of book, would be incredible. Yeah, well, this is kind of what this is going to be. This is kind of me just getting all my archives out there together. But uh, hmm. yeah, you know, it's it's. Uh, I see some of those BB guns on eBay going for a, a decent penny there. Some guys trying to sell those things for twenty, thirty bucks. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, John, can I? God bless them. God bless. <laughs> I, I I got two gigantic boxes full of the last one. <laughs> oh, dude, there you go. Check it out and see what it's going Ka-ching. for. Put the whole box up there and sign them. Flood the market. Sign them. them. They'll be worth ten cents if you flood the market. Well, you have to you have to tell people they're very rare, and then uh, Bob will sign each one. Right. Hey, Bob, did you fifty bucks? Sign Bob Bird. Bangs. Right, Bob. Did you? That's like you know, when issue number six, I had Vincent Gallo on the cover. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he insists on being on the cover. Course, yeah, right. <laughs> so, He's not doing the interview unless on the cover. So, so you know, it, it, and he was he was hysterical. It was one of my favorite interviews. And uh, But anyway, so I'm, when I'm arranging the interview, he's saying, oh, well, you know, I'm really fussy. I'm going to have my own photographer. So I said, well, you know, I could, you know, get, I was thinking of you know, asking either Richard Kern or Michael Levine. He was like, okay, yeah, you know, ask Richard Kern. That's great, you know, blah, blah, blah. So Richard Curran comes to the interview and he takes all these photographs of Vincent, blah, blah, blah. And so I say to him, you know, I'm really trying to be accommodating. I, he's like one of the only two people that I let even edit his own interview. And uh, oh, wow. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to put up with any shit. So Yeah, yeah. You don't want Gallo so, uh, on your back, man. That guy's so a I said, I said, I said to Vincent, like, you know, so, okay, so like, as soon as I get a contact sheet, I'll show it to you and I'll pick it out, you know. You can pick out what photo you like. And he goes, no, no, I totally trust you guys, blah, blah, blah. So we pick out a picture, and we put them on the cover, and the magazine comes out. And it was actually, like, you know, the, our best-selling issue. We actually went into a reprint. But but uh, I send him, like, 25 mag free magazines, and I don't hear anything from him, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, so finally, like, I write him an email, like, hey, you know, did, did you get that box of magazines I sent you? And he just writes back. Did you have to use the worst possible photo? Oh, of, of course, ever? you can't win. You no. cannot. Win. And, and then I go on his website, and he's selling them for a hundred dollars with his. Oh no! <laughs> oh, convincing Gallo. Classic Gallo. Fucking guy. Hundred bucks. He's selling for hundred bucks. That's a. He's got to. So we go, we, we I got to make this twenty five hundred dollars. So we go into a reprint. We totally like let him decide on what picture, and he ends up picking one that was like that Richard shot with like a little instamatic that he had you know sitting there at uh odessa's eating eggs oh my god imagine the imagine the balls on that guy i kind of got to kind of you got to kind of take your hat off to that though you know (laughs) oh man it was the funniest interview ever you know i was just like i was sitting there in odessa and he's just like talking about um uh christina ricci like making that movie the opposite of sex after uh Buffalo 66, he's like, yeah, she went and made that stupid faggot movie, that goddamn fag soap opera. He's like, I'm like slinking down in my chair. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> God. You're so outrageous, Vincent Gallo. Say, right. say uh, you know, call people fags again. It'd be, yeah, it'd be I, great, got, man. I got one up on Vincent Gallo. <laughs> so cool. They, they, did you, Bob, did you tell him he missed the art scene by like 20 years right. and you were actually there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Vince Gallo, uh, also a uh, famous hoarder of the Travis Bean guitars or Valinos. Is that right, Jody Shapiro? Uh, Travis Beans, yeah. Of, Travis of everything. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he buys all, I, I all the other guitars. I hear that he he like no one's like giving him the time of day as far as acting is going. Like, he's making all his money like flipping houses now. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, his guitar is the the Travis Beans. I think he like way overpriced them, and nobody's buying them really. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I wrong? And, and, and also, I don't know which one are Travis Beans me, are, Jordan? but the the guitar player in the Chrome Cranks had this Flying V Chrome guitar, and. Vincent Gallo, uh, you know, really, really wanted it, and they were, like, wheeling and dealing. And I think, uh, you know, my friend bought it on the road for, like, 1200 bucks or something, and he sold it to Vincent for, like, thirty-five grand. Oh. And Vincent actually went and had, like, an imitation built to give him, you know, in return, which was pretty cool, I thought. You know? Oh, really? All right. So, oh, wow. All right. Yeah, so, you yeah. something back. so Vincent had to wait till what, issue, what was it, seven or eight? That he made the cover on? He was on issue six. There was only seven issues. Okay. Our friend Conan in the chat box saying, BB Gun rules. I have a few in my garage. Okay. I've survived four zine purges. Great, great zine. One of my all-time favorites. Well, tell Conan to dig out issue number one if he has it. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, because, I don't know. Because. He's going to have to go out to the garage and because, look. And, <laughs> and, right, right. And Bob, Bob Bird had to beg me for this. But I finally said, okay, I'll give it to you. He gave me a, uh, a quarter-page comic strip. And baby gun number one. Oh man, that, really? You're yeah. in there? Oh, I was that's, just, I was just cool, looking man. at it because yeah. uh, I did Someone posted on my Facebook page, uh, <laughs> the, you know, that they found the copy while they were cleaning out the offices of other music, and I was just like, oh, let me see what they look what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember one. Like, oh yeah, right, music off just photo photocopied the far side. Green. And- and mail the green <laughs> cover. Who cares? I got paid got great for there it. You go. Oh, did you? Wow. Yeah. This zine made money? Yeah, he paid his artists. Yeah. Nice. Good job, Bob. We like that. <laughs> BB gun number one is awesome. I don't want to keep you on the phone all day. I'm happy to talk to you all night. I don't care. All right. I mean, you know, is this well, the Mets longest are, well, well, I have a, your radio show? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you, Bob. Is this the longest interview you've ever done? <laughs> uh... Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love talking to you. I'll keep you on all day. I don't care. You got anything else to talk about? I'm out of questions, though. But... Oh, but one more. Crap, not crap, Sonic Youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not crap. Of course not. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't call them crap. Of course not crap. my life. The hesitation right. is beautiful, man. I, I, checked like my, I checked my list, and uh, I'm sorry, I, Bob, I couldn't find uh, Sonic Youth. Mario has not seen Sonic Youth. It peters out in 85. It started in 78. How about Pussy Galore, Mario? I have Musical Youth. Musical Youth. <laughs> musical Youth. <laughs> <laughs> Past the duchy. There you right go. Inside. What was That's the other what song? I'm doing. Uh, yes. <laughs> Good job, Bob. <laughs> and, of course, duchy meant butter. Right. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bob, I have a question. When you went going way back to the beginning of our interview, I had a question about SVA. I also went to SVA years later. Uh Um, When you went in in the 70s, the school was predominantly, I think it started like the late 50s, as a cartoonist school. When you went there, was it illustration, like line drawing cartoons that drew you to that school, or was it more painterly? I, I took some, you know, painting classes, and I took a lot of printmaking classes, but I did have this one class that was called the Draw Anything class where you had to do all your uh, paintings or drawings from, you know, without looking at a photo or, or, or still life or, you know, you had to get it all from your mind. And that was kind of like, yeah, that, that was a pretty like surreal kind of class. But I, I never, I was never a comic drawer. And, uh, 
you know, so I, I, that didn't have any interest in me. I'm not very, I, I've made a lot, a lot of art and I, you know, I've done a lot of like, you know, projections and things like that to work from. I'm, I'm not a very good, like natural drawer. Well, you don't have to be Mario, right? Mario here is an art teacher as well. He teaches uh, art in uh, what, seventh grade or? Six, seven, and eight. Six, grade. seven, and eight. I and, do. Uh, do you yeah. do that? Do you do this uh, kind of thing where you're just like, hey, just just draw what you want? No, no. I told you that drawing is something that can be taught, just like reading and writing. And in fact, I brought visual proof because I, <laughs> I have uh, drawings that I have the same kids do every year, and I have them from sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. And I, that's my data. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look at the improvement yeah, and just. Excellent. If you want, if you put your head to it and you want to practice it, the skill, you could do it. I, can I don't teach know, you. man. I, you can't teach I me. I can teach you, so, John. Then how come when I was like in, you're like in third grade, you, I can't draw a stick figure and the guy next to me is like making a Picasso on a piece of paper. You can't tell me the it's talent just, doesn't exist or yeah, some there, natural ability. There is a natural no, ability. I no, I disagree. There, I think from a very, very formative, Bob, stick with us here. Sorry. <laughs> I think from, <laughs> from a very oh, young age. Talking art with Bob Burt. It's, it's formulative and learned. Uh, well, yeah, well, the, there that's is the mathematical the side of your talent. brain. You know, the the other, the left side of the brain is, the, or whatever it is, is the one that's just drawing crazy unicorns. It's how you, it's it's how goes, you apply your patience. Sorry, it Ryan. goes back to how Bob put it before. Uh, sometimes it's concept above uh, technical okay. uh, ability. <laughs> Number thirty on right? the chat box. Glad that Mario brought visual proof to a radio show. Right. <laughs> I did. I did have it. <laughs> Unlike physical ability, like athletic ability, which I think is your you It's all the it. same. You can move your hand a certain way or you can run around a certain way. It's I don't different. know. I think it's about like going back to when you first found out the stove was hot. What led your, your patience or your interest? As soon as I touched that hot stove, I started playing Tasty Licks <laughs> on my bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> And we've gotten way off topic here. Poor Bob is yeah. uh, And uh, wow, it, now the tarp yeah. is back on the field and the thunder and lightning outside you, you, is really rocking. The tornadoes are coming. Is yeah. it raining in New Jersey, Bob? Can you give us the weather report from Hoboken? What's happening on the other side of the Hudson, Bob? Bob. Oh, I think I lost my... I think the... He's smoking. He got, he got Ladies and gentlemen, no. we just lost <laughs> New Jersey. Hang up on us? No, it's... Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's the, the, storm the thunder knocked my wife off. Hoboken just uh, washed into okay. the sea. We're getting a Tuzami tonight. Right. Let me see if he sent me a... Bob uh, might still be able to hear. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, he's he is. there. Yeah. Hey, Bob, we didn't lose. Bob, you with us? I think I'm back on the air. Yes, that was Bob, easy. say something. I heard him laugh. Maybe that was one of us. Bob, say something. <laughs> hey, what's going on over hey. there? Hey, <laughs> we were sussing. He got struck by lightning, and we brought him back to life. <laughs> Sorry, I was... Uh, the, 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 the thunder knocked the radio show off the air. He's alive! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, is it raining in Hoboken? What's cooking? Is it your window shaking? Are you in Hoboken? Uh, it was just thundering and lightning and raining. Uh, right now, I just, I'm just i in my bedroom. I'm actually talking on a landline phone, which I thought would yeah. be better, but it's not that oh great. My, oh, no, no, Bob, no. Bob you're, you sound better than 90% of the right. people call in. You're, as soon as you, I heard the first word you said, I right. said, thank God. Right, you're your golden. phone connection is perfect. Thank yeah. You. So the the okay. tech the tech is on our end. You're, you're perfect. Right. We with Tommy Rockstar yeah. was the guinea pig calling in. He right. So like I just crap. closed my door and put my AC on. So I really don't know. But I think it it was really working getting worked up out there before. I think it's probably raining. Right. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate you talking to us, man. All right. To, this is a real fun treat for so us. So is there going to be a link a link for this? Yes. yes. I'll I'll get the podcast up and I will put the link uh, right on your page or I can message it to you or whatever you like. Uh, do you, you want to ask him Excellent. about the uh, that stand up sit down thing or no? No. 
No. <laughs> All right, Bob, okay, you're thanks, a New Bob. Jersey guy. Yeah. Don't take offense to this. We haven't asked anybody this in months. I don't know why music loss bothered it's, right. it's a serious question, and it, it, it's tour relevant. A burning question. When you, okay. uh, when you use the uh, bathroom after you're done, do you stand up or do you remain seated to wipe your ass? Um... It's, it's, it varies, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he goes both ways. He grew up in the art scene. Interesting. That's right. Bob I don't know anyone. No door closed. I don't know anyone over seven year olds that stand over seven years of age that stands up to wipe. I do. I, don't I get wipe. It. I stand. I know up you all don't get time. it. I don't get what you're doing. <laughs> I don't get what you're doing. Staying seated there it seems crazy it's, to me. I, Should we show I, each I other shift, I shift onto one cheek and, and you, you, yeah, and you show each other how it works. You stick That's your it. forearm into a disgusting <laughs> toilet and touch it and stuff. I don't get it. I'm not. I get up. I walk out of the door. I get on the train, and I go to work, and then I wipe my ass on 35th Street. That's how far. That's how far away I want to be away from the toilet. Thank you. Yeah, Penn Station's uh, rough. All right, Bob Varys. Thanks, Bob. Bob, thank you. Dude, this is a great interview, and I really, really appreciate you, yeah, you uh, talking to us. Amazing. Very nice of you. We look. Oh, forward, no problem. We look forward to the book. We look forward to the Wolf Manhattan Project, and we look forward to more Liddy Lunch Retrovirus. Yep. And Facebook posts. Thank you so much. You're Facebook welcome. posts. I will be friending you immediately. You, you better <laughs> listen. If you have too many friends, you got to kick out uh, Handsome Dick Manitoba and add me. Okay, I'll kick out him and Mo Tucker and add you. Right. All right. All right. guys. Thanks, Thanks, Bob. Bye, bye. Later. Have a good night. There's Bob Bird of Sonic Youth. Yeah. Oh my God, Bob Bird's great. Yeah. Call you're on the air. Hey there. Hey. Hey. Um. First of all. Are there some kind of technical difficulties going on with your signal right now? Yes. It's it just kind of cutting out. Yeah, right, right now it says skipping. I'm going to stop the broadcast and start it again. I don't know. Conan says, oh, it's, okay. all, Conan says it's all good. And I think. And then also. Um, trying to log in. You know, I, I, uh, I loved. Was, uh, I, I loved BB Gun Fantine also. Um, it, uh, Bob, is, is any kind of idea or talk about. I don't know, putting all the issues together, you know, like they're doing these days to uh, honor certain uh, fanzines, you know. Well, we, we asked but, him that, and he said that he's just going to assemble a compilation of the photographs in a book that's coming out. Oh, so he's not going to do the zines over? No. All right. well, no I, you I, know, we just hung up with him. I'm sorry. Right. I think we're back on. Oh. Okay. I apologize. Oh, I should, there is a way for me to have both people on the air at the same time. I just was hanging up with him, I assumed. I'm sorry. Right. So I can't ask him that. Right. Well, well, he told he told John he told us. But I'll, I'll, I can't ask him that because you know what? Every person is successful now. I don't know why people listen to this show. You could just probably message Bob on Facebook right. and ask him all but this dumb shit. Also, well, you don't need me. I asked him that, and he told us that he's not going to put out a collection. That's not. He's not interested in that. Right. So no. No collection of right. scenes. No. But but he, but he does have a, just a, a photo, like a little photo he book. He will collection. do that. Yeah. Hey, who who are we speaking with? Oh, this is uh, Cassius and Bedsty. Hey, Bed-Stuy. thanks for calling. All right, thanks. Cassius and Bedsty. Cassius and Bedsty, you're on the fan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, there's something going on. The the broadcast says skipping. I've never seen that message before ever. Skipping. Right. I mean, we we literally have a wire that runs outside through the rain. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh. So who knows? A physical. It's, it's yes. It's well, uh, no, it's open it's, to the physical no. elements and. No. I'm on. I'm on. No, I, I, I primarily use the Wi-Fi, and I have it plugged in just in case. I don't know if that actually works. Oh, I've, been, okay. I've been plugging that wire in for four years. I'm not sure if it's doing anything. <laughs> oh. I'm not a computer guy, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, let me just plug it in just in case. I still have the Wi-Fi thing icon up there, so I have no idea 
which how we're broadcasting or if I it's just a placebo. Well, what are you getting, Cassius? Is it coming in? <laughs> is it in or out? I don't know. The chat box is saying the whole show's <laughs> um, It was just doing a, a weird thing where um, it, would, it would stop playing, but then it would come back on, but it, it would start right where it left off, so then you couldn't tell. Hmm. You know, obviously, I was, you were losing a, a live, a sense of the live. Oh, right. Okay. And that was only towards the very end, though, right? I, I just I just turned you guys on like ten minutes ago. Oh, okay, yeah, it was fine ago. before you turned it on. I think you, you put it over the top. <laughs> the last guy. He was the, yeah, sorry. the, the straw that I, I broke was the, the one guy who overloaded you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one you were the you're, you were the twentieth listener, and uh, you've won tic- <laughs> you've won tickets to Dangerfield any night you want, forty dollar value <sighs> tonight. Bobcat Bobcat Goldthwait. This this ticket is good for two people. Admit to. <laughs> oh, oh, he, he's something? actually holding a ticket. Yeah, hold on. Right, you won the contest. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Uh, since you live in bed style, I'll stick it in your mailbox. Right. Opening live guests. Valid for special events. One drink minimum uh, per person, and it's valid through December 2016. So yeah. you got a long way to go. Congratulations. Opening set by Judy Tenuta. Hang on, call. We'll get your information off the yeah. air. <laughs> exactly. All right. We got to. <clears throat> I really got to take a break. We had Bob Bird on for an hour and a yeah. half. That's kind of crazy. We have to pee and stuff. Uh-huh. Anything wow. else, sir, I can help you with? you have anything to no, plug? No, that's it for right now, but thanks. Thanks for having me on. Hey, anytime. Yeah. Hey, look look, look for that Bob Burt book of photographs, because I've seen half of them, and oh, they, they're good. pretty cool. The way he's talking, it sounds like, oh, that's out already, you're talking about? The no, o- it's coming out. Oh, that's going to be a while. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sounds interesting. But thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, take right, care. Man. Thank you the, so much. Thanks for the call. And we'll talk uh, to you later. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. Good luck. Bye. Brooklyn in the house. Little bed sty action caller. I'm telling you, people are actually listening to this thing. You can, I, was in I like I got a random caller. Were you in bed yes, today? I was in bed Were you on your motorcycle alone? No. And riding in the rain? I, I know. Uh, you know, you told me not to drive and I made it home alive. <laughs> so. Well, you said that only proves what I'm insane. <laughs> you Hi, may be right. Hi, Jody. <laughs> I may be I may crazy. Be crazy. <laughs> Hi, Jody. Hello, Mario. It's been a long g- time. I've missed you. No, you haven't. Yes, I did. <laughs> I've missed. What happened to Mr. Walsh and Mr. Rockstar? Tonight? Walsh is on the road. He's uh, doing some moving for a friend. And uh, Tommy Rockstar is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow. Success is just splitting us apart. That's right. We'll see you all next week with Anthony Boza. But before that, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with the Ryan game. And uh, what are you writing over there? Do you have news? What are you doing? What are you? Prepared? I have nothing. No, I just write some notes. Uh, oh. I'll talk about it when we come back. Because I figured you get on the air when you came in a half hour ago and you sat at the table writing notes. I always uh, gather my thoughts. Otherwise, I'd have nothing to say. That's I have a lot no of memory. Notes. Oh, okay. All right. We'll be back with the Ryan game, and that'll be it. Probably no news. No news is good news. A guy in Italy got shot, and we'll see you then. Good night. That's the news. Mario, here's your scratch-off ticket that I got in Chicago that number 30 gave to you. You won 10 bucks. Yeah, go cash that in. In Illinois. 
Pat Walsh, you're on the air. Yo, yo. Hey, what's yo, up? Patrick. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on, fellas? How are you? Nothing much. What are you up to? Oh, and Jody. Hello. Fellas and Jody. I'm keeping <laughs> your seat warm. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I got home. I, got, I was like uh, ambitiously thought maybe I can make the barrage and yeah, didn't do it. <laughs> oh, you, you got you got home? Where are you? You're, mm, you're home? a long haul, man. You're home, in Nashville. Where are I'm you? I'm home. Man? Yeah. Oh, you're home. Oh wow. So you man. got you got home in time to save your house from the floods, dude. I totally understand. Well, yeah, it's, basically. It's uh, it's it's you know, it's a. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that's completely exhausting. So right. I wouldn't be here either. Mm. We have to tell listeners. Yeah. <laughs> With the listeners, what, what Patrick did, Patrick hot. On I the told t- you, I'm like Jody. Is Pat coming? She's like, he's in Nashville. Right, hot, and I'm hot like, wait, well, he checked in from Virginia like 18 hours yeah, ago. Yeah. I think he's on the road. No, I, you know. I'm not as good at social media as you are, John. Okay. Or maps. That. So listen, to this hot off the trail of Chicago. The guy comes home for a day or two, has a friend in need out in Nashville, moves out there, loads up a fucking box truck, and then drives all the way to hell back. Yeah, that was correct. That is a superhero. It was one day, by the way. I had, I had one day off. <laughs> one day off. Pat, uh, Pat will give you the shirt off his back. He is a well, good friend. Right? This is... This is... Yeah, you can... If that's I'm telling the, you, this guy's a total sucker. That's the <laughs> really help him out. He's, he's a real pushover. Yeah, you know, I got this, this air conditioner. He's a really, real easy guy to take advantage of, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, can I have your Suicide Commando shirt off your back? Right. Yeah. I, I, have this, I, I have this AC unit up and down. You're gonna, that'll, that'll have to wait for the uh, for the pouring over of Pat's goods. You, Isn't that like that's part of like the death ritual? The pouring over yeah. of the goods? And then we put you on like a raft on fire and send you out to see where the... <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. You can keep the sh- you can keep the shirt. Can I sleep on the couch in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The place is just going to be overrun. It's going to be like American Pickers is going to be broadcast. Every time I'm over Pat's house, I'm like, man, I want to live here. This is fucking mint. It's cool, so cool. Well, thanks, dude. It's a nice house. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. I appreciate and that. And you're a pleasant company. Thank you. Oh, wasn't that too, John? <laughs> oh, God. What time do you have to go to bed? What time do you have to get up for work in the morning and come over and snoodle? Uh, 5 a.m. I will be up tomorrow morning, as I was this morning. Oh, okay. I was not an office. All right, maybe. Maybe I'll catch you on your way to work. I'll meet you on the train. Some, you can canoodle. Some, <laughs> some guy comes into work, and we don't know his uh, agenda, but he's like a, an efficiency guy, like an outside contractor guy in a suit. And he's like, hi, I'm Fred. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And... Uh, <laughs> He talks to my boss, and I went out to lunch, and I completely avoided him on purpose. And he's like, because he's having a sit down with like every single person. Like, How long you, was that lunch? Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I had other stuff to do too at work, Mary. I had other rounds to attend to. I'm not on Fred time. Fred wants to <laughs> send me an email or whatever and be like, meet me at two o'clock. I'll meet him. But other than that, I got no time for Fred. You're going to have your people talk to my people. Yeah, this guy's like, hi, I'm Fred. So uh, how do you feel about the uh, you know things at the plant? I'm like, what are your credentials, Fred? Who the fuck is Fred? It sounds like that Simpsons Yeah, exactly. Who let Fred in? Screw you, Fred. I'm sure Fred will hand me <laughs> How do you get through that door, Fred? They, they keep busting his balls because he, he hands out these business cards. And, okay, I'm Fred. Here's the company I work for. So they look up the... Uh, the address, and he's at the UPS next to a Pizza Hut in like Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I drove past her on my way home. And so everyone's hammering that point every time they see him. They're like, "Hey, your <laughs> office is next to a Pizza Hut." He's like, "No, that's my well, P- yeah, exactly. It's my PO box." It's like, <laughs> it's like better call Saul. He's in the back of like I'm, a nail salon. Right. Why would I'm laughing now as I do this show. Fred probably going to be my boss in six months, and I'm like, you know, 
Why would, why would an emergency yeah, exactly. expert be Yeah, well, I'm getting... Just think of it this way. You're getting off some riffs on Fred while you can. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Well, I'll, I'm, I'll be editing this part of the show out. Fred, Fred, if, Fred, if you're listening, call in. Fred, if you're listening, call in. <laughs> I can't call Fred, in. No, He's like can't. Better Call Saul in the back of the Korean massage, foot massage joint. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. in a little office back there, and he drinks the cucumber one. Yeah. Yeah. The back of the nail salon. Yeah, water exactly. for customers only. Right. Hey. Patrick, yeah. I have a question. All right, come here, guys. I'm having difficulty hearing you, so I'm going to let you go. All right. Wait, but, uh, Patrick. Yeah, I'm Mar- back. I'm Wait. in one piece, and uh, I'll be on the next show. Yeah, we, we have questions for you. Yeah, we have... Uh... Were you playing oh, the okay. drums underneath the L train in Sunnyside? For real? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. That was you. Yeah, I drove right video, by you. There's video of it. <laughs> my, my bandmate, Eric Vulcans, has been talking about doing that for like five years. I love so the acoustics awesome. so, Yeah, there. so it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't my idea or my kit. He was just basically like, sit down there. And uh, uh, Nolan, my son, started snapping away. This, oh, he plays drums, Nolan? No. Uh, no, no, but he's oh, taking pictures of, uh, of me. That's how that stuff cool. wound up going around Facebook. Sweet. Hey, when you were driving mm-hmm. back, did you go? Uh, did you cut through North Carolina and take ninety five up? How'd you get back from Nashville? Well, I didn't. I I, we, I didn't do the scenic route. I did the speedy route. Yeah. Which and was? the one thing I wanted to do was pick up fireworks, and then of course, <laughs> did you get myself the, did out you, of it that because was, that was my of, uh, being fool. That's illegal. Sir. Oh. Shit that's been going on in the last couple of weeks. Probably going to, yeah. Maybe they're checking. Who knows? Blah blah blah. Whatever. And uh, yeah, as soon as I crossed the Triborough, I was like, "Man, I should have got those fucking fireworks." Oh, but it was going to go either way. Okay. It would either be, "Man, I should have got those fucking fireworks and gotten off." Uh-huh. <laughs> we can make a separate trip. I think we lost. Did we lose you, Pat? Uh, no, the we weather's lost acting God, up. God damn it, Pat! If you could hear us, we can't hear you. Right. <laughs> All right, what are we going to do? We're going to play the Ryan game. Let's do it. Yep. Is it time? Just about. I'd love the Ryan game. Why did you figure out what you were doing? Yeah, I came up with something. I got an emergency text. You figure because I'm not working, uh, you could just right, now lean you on me. You think you, you can help out with light work around here? I-, I would love to help out, but today's my anniversary, and then I was getting yelled at, and they had kind of things happening. What are you doing here? What am I do? Well, my wife basically said, "Look, what happened we can to the show something. while I was gone? We're oh, we talking can, about Mario's mar- we Marshall. We could do problem. something right, for our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Pat's cold but out. why have a charade? Just right, go so to your loud. fucking radio so show. Loud. That's what she told me. <laughs> okay, she said, That's what happy, you really anniversary, happy anniversary, Mario. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I have reset the modem, and I think we're back online. Happy Thank anniversary you. to my lovely wife. Hello, no matter what happens. John was with her last night. She's not that bad. She's a wonderful woman. Not that bad. I've got to learn to love her. She's all right. I think it's something wrong with her, but maybe deep down inside, it's something wrong with me. Okay. Could be. Breakthrough. I've got some things to we adjust. We have a breakthrough. Hey, hey, Mario, uh, how was? The, did you go to the game last night? I went. It was my son's birthday. I might, and, I might have known uh, this already. I took a few of his boys uh, and uh, John and Aiden. I t- shanghai John Houlihan as a chaperone. I heard. Didn't we talk about this for half an hour? Yeah, but I want to get Mario's uh, He's the worst chaperone ever, ever. I turned around and for four innings. I'm like, <laughs> where's John Houlihan? I, I told you I was going down I, to the 100 section because I found a ticket on the floor. I know. <laughs> you found the ticket on the floor. I just Listen, I'm not there to watch your three-year-old kid. I didn't know she was coming. I thought it was Ryan. See, there's three sides to every story. I and I did. I entertained your child the entire game when I was there. Jody, Listen, Jody, there's what John says, there's what no Mario says, and I there's what really happened. I have advice for you, because you haven't had a six-year-old in a while. No, I don't want Do advice, because I won't have Do not come up with suggestions like, hey, kid, 
Why don't you pick up peanuts and put it in everybody's what? hat? Stop. And then she does that for two hours straight. It was kept her busy. <laughs> I didn't say, hey, kid, put right. peanuts in everyone's hat. Right. I said, I told her, and you're right, I told her, uh, put a peanut in John Roberts' hat. And then the peanuts and the hat gag went on for an hour and a half. Oh, man. Come on, that was regular, you know, that was pretty innocuous. Everything went well. I kept them plied with uh, peanuts and snacks uh, for seven and a half innings, and it went pretty well, Captain. You had to leave. You went and did your business. We hung out. We had a few beers, and we escorted six minors to a game. That was pretty fun. Who was the Russian kid? The Mets won. The Ukrainian kid never seen a sporting event in his life. I know. We talked about it. He said, you know what he told, told my son? I wish more exciting things happened so we could all hug. <laughs> <laughs> Soviet Army yeah, ate my I don't dog. Know. Everything I see is error login failed, error login uh, failed. So we're off the air? Yeah. Uh, what a sad day for us all. We're actually off the air? That's good. Because I can, I can tell you guys that's my birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, And no Jody. one knows. <laughs> I love it. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jody. We're secretly on the air. Whatever. <laughs> Do you want to reveal your age? Uh, crone. What's that mean? Crone is a, a measure of time. <laughs> you drinking water for your birthday? Yes, frozen ice water. Oh, come on. Who's Look laughing at my frozen water now, John? Not allowed to bring frozen water into, into the Shea Stadium, but that didn't stop Mario. <laughs> oh, my God. Nor did he try to... Did w- you talk about the three sins? <laughs> uh, um, immediately, I think we're back. Immediately, uh, yeah, I got it back. What are the three sins? We get on the tr- right. Uh, I, going to the game with Mario is 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 like a double edged sword. You're gonna get like cheap Mario. It's gonna embarrass you like ten times. <laughs> sorry. I'm we sorry. get on the we get on the train. A pragmatic There's Mario. plenty of seats for the kids. Plenty, plenty. They all sit down. Everything's good. He tells these people, "Hey, my kids want to sit there." These three people sit there like German tourists. He goes, okay, "Hey, why don't you get up and uh, let them sit there?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And the guy goes, where do you want me to go? He's like, I don't know. It's his birthday. Can we play my side, your side? Because that's not how it went. It's exactly how it went. They sat down. See what I mean? They were going to sit in a different seat. They realized that we were, that the kids and and you were such a scene that they would move to a different car, which they did. That's (laughs) ridiculous. You do, you'd lean on that. That's sin number one. Here's sin number two. Time, 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 time. There's no time. time. I got to go rapid fire through my sins. I want to know. I want to rebuttal. You'll have your chance, sir. I'll forget that. Go on, John. I'll forget, John. I no, the second thing, I'll, tell, I'll remind you. The second, I'll make some notes. The second thing that happened that was embarrassing, we were walking around, okay, the, the, the uh, lines are really long. We go to the left field where it's shorter, and that line is not, even though there's only five people on that line, that line is not uh, short enough for Mario. No, he needs to go right, to like John. the Gil Hodges entrance I where the VIP know. goes. Now, he like has my tickets in his pocket. I have no right. choice but to stand there and wait to see what happens. Hey, hey, you know Mike? My friend Bob? And here's my back. Go, oh, I got it's a kid's birthday. Let us in this entrance. He wants to go to the air conditioning entrance with the elevator. Right. And they wouldn't let him in. So he, I, I, that, was a, that was a fail. We go inside. How long did that negotiation go on? Uh, way <laughs> too long. Uh, so uncomfortable. Would you, like five minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. like, like, like two and a half, three minutes. Okay. okay. And I don't know how. He usually talks his way right in. I don't know. How, I, I was surprised it didn't work. I'm by the way, I'm willing to do a podcast specifically to complain about Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Mario, what was, anybody ever wants to do that? It's what called was, What's Your Great? Who's <laughs> next? Take a what, number. Mario, Mario, you're welcome to be there, Mario. As long as we have a system. Mario, what was the third sin? The third sin actually worked out. It was the Wheel of for, uh, Fame, except our oh, faith intervened and we, uh, we won nothing. This is before uh, we've seen a pitch. Is that the one I won the uh, t shirt with? 
You betcha. Yeah, there's a, listen, here's the situation. There's a line of people waiting to spin the wheel. You get a free T-shirt, if you're lucky, or a magnet, which if you're unlucky. Or pencils. Or Yeah, there were only T-shirts and magnets. That <laughs> I always get so. a fucking right. pencil. You spin this stupid wheel. There's a line of like 30 people. Mario goes, if we have our cards, you know, we're good. He gives no, no. 17 First, cards to the guy. Seven. Now everyone online is all pissed off at us, and we're standing you there. did not do We're that. standing there spinning wheels. Like, the line does not exist. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. It is shameful. Is it rebuttal time? Shame. Is it rebuttal Shame. time? Shame. He did have a couple good ideas, though. He got the water in. He got all the snacks in, and he took a, he bought a bag of kettle corn for, like, what, $8? Two bags are 12 bucks. Oh. Two bags for 12 no, bucks. No, it was a good game. He, gave all the, he brought Ziploc bags and put <laughs> gave all the kids individual popcorn bags. Uh, that worked out peanuts. good. That's actually nice. And peanuts. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. All right, go for your rebuttal, sir. Sin yeah, number first one. First of all, it was a good game. Kicking and those people out won. of their train seats. And I take right. that train every day. Here it is. Don't totally decorate the story. I have a six-year-old, and she's very jealous of whatever her brother does. So and, stop and pandering. There was six seats and four seats, and there was three of them, and they were side by side. So my daughter's like, uh, I want to sit with Johnny. So she's a crush on your on your son. My right. God, forget about that. And so I just told people politely. I said, Do you mind sitting here with his four seats so all our kids can sit together? That's what I said. Uh, now he didn't understand me. It was a little weirder and I more forceful <laughs> because you had, you had a couple. Listen, we were at your house with barbecuing. You had had a couple beers. We were getting on a train. I was drinking vodka. Cranberries you were you had a vodka cranberry in your hand. <laughs> Excuse me. We call him Cape Cod. When this went down, a Cape Cod. Listen, it's true. I say it politely, but to them, all they hear is. It's, rah, 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 rah. That's all I heard I too. It was them. not polite. I it was them. not polite. They jump up like they didn't understand the word I said, and I just said, "Can you please just sit here?" And then they got it, but then they left, and no harm done. All right. No harm done. The second one, I'm truly sorry. It was embarrassing sorry, as fuck. I didn't see that the left field gate was totally empty. Right. I, I pulled that. But move you know what? I'll tell you why you didn't see it because you you come from a place of privilege and you always <laughs> think that you you Listen, should be allowed to here's do what the happened. wrong thing. When they gave out the championship rings, there were lines to the train station. Yeah, thanks for mine, by the way. I got you a Neil Walker t-shirt. I'm giving you a quite a few t-shirts, too, my friend. <laughs> anyway, I went to the side gate, the Hodges entrance, and my friend is security there. I'm isolating that. <laughs> my friend is security there, and we got right in. And we got... You know, we got right in, and we got those coveted rings, which two of them sold quite handsomely on eBay, I might say. You sold... Your fake championship? No, race? I kept one for the archive. For the, he sold son. them all, and he kept one for not. himself and one for his son, and no, fuck everybody just else. No, one. I had three. I sold two. <coughs> all right, so... We, I just kept one for Kevin in the archives. Man. Anyway... He was also baking in the sun, waiting for him to get this deal me, done. Let, as we go to the gate, he goes, Dad, use the special entrance. So it's his birthday, and I want to show off. And you're right. I had tunnel vision, and I felt like a fool. You did. You could not. I failed I w on number two. I admit it. Listen, I watched you, and I could see that you could not pass it up. It just, you could he not walk past the boy. I wanted to entrance. impress the boy. <laughs> did the little exclamation and point, now, like, materialize the over his head? Spin like, the wheel. Spin I am the wheel. totally in the right, because as we're walking up you the ramp. You don't feel like an idiot standing there in front of everybody who's waiting already? I'm sorry. It's in my rebuttal time, sir. I let go you ahead. Speak. Go ahead. The gentleman has the floor. As we were going up the ramp, John, I said, John, if you have the cards, because I told him, bring your cards. I had six cards in my pocket. I said, if you have the card, there's two lines. There's the card line, and there's I'm signing up line. There was one line. There was two lines. So we were the only ones on it. <laughs> you made your own line and go, there's no. two lines. <laughs> then I got up there. John says, no, they don't do that. And we turned the corner. Mar I said, Mario's right, by the way. He yeah. the felt like such a dick standing Here's there waiting the spin to spin the wheel, the wheel for 20 minutes <laughs> while Aww. everyone was waiting behind. Yeah, inconsiderate to May other I people, remind Mario? the house that I have the floor. The Sir. gentleman has the floor. 
as we got there, I said, is, there a, from is there a line for people who have tickets? And he said, yes, right here. Stand right here. And we gave in our seven tickets. And then as people finish their online... Which means seven spins. Yeah, but the people had okay. to sign in. So they're on the computer. <laughs> and as the person finished their computer time, I held, halted our line, and I let that person go. Okay. Then all of a sudden, mayhem breaks loose, and they all start spinning like wild rabbits. <laughs> and none of them, with eight spins, you think you could get T-shirt once. We got eight friggin' magnets. Aww. The gentleman I mean, will yield. The luck of the spin, man. But Order. Or, or karma. Order. Or karma. <laughs> Sorry. Point of order. I want to say. You are untimely. <laughs> John, I know you love me because I found my notebook. You say I always keep notes. I did miss you in the past two weeks. He writes that I appreciate all the good notes you take and the thought you put into the show. Signed, John. Aww. You see that? So when did I write that? You know how things. drunk I was when I wrote and that? And then part? I turned to page one, and there's a crudely drawn penis. <laughs> and you're right. I don't know if I can teach you how to draw. Look at this penis. I rather not. I didn't draw that. <laughs> no, it's not a penis. It's and the guy from Star Here's Wars. a lesson of the day. Don't leave a, like a notebook with your thoughts in it around my house. I won't read your thoughts, but I will put a it's surprise that, in there for you. Right. It's that hammerhead guy from the cantina. Thank you, sir. He saw me tonight writing in my little notebook. I'm like, what are you writing? I'm like, anything I might forget. I forget everything. Mario, I appreciate I everything so you do. Alone. I, I had, am utterly right. alone. I had, I had the visual proof during the break. Morrissey was right. I could right. teach you to draw, John. You could see from I sixth grade to eighth grade. I could never make you that good. But no one understands my love I, for Jethro Tull. <laughs> Tull was I mean, I'm laughing. This is cr like... Uh, the eighth grade one is crazy good. Yeah, Carlin's right. I just drew it in my own likeness. I'm an actually an excellent amazing. artist. I just have a horrible penis. <laughs> yes, but is it detachable? I write everything down because I forget everything. I, I'm entering a stage of life known as manopause. It's like being Man an asshole is what I call it. I, I'm in full-fledged manopause. <laughs> I forgot to pick up my daughter from the bus stop. Oh, no. No. She's like a baby, you idiot. Yeah, I know. What the hell is wrong with you? She's pretty self-sufficient. <laughs> I was about to, to call an she Amber Alert. She transferred. I was about to call an Amber Alert, and then I realized I'd have to report myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, the problem is we took off Thursday. You see her stepping up. You know what a step up is? Yes. You go to kindergarten. That's some grade. bullshit they feed kids. So to make we them took feel off from work. <laughs> it's never fucking air conditioned. Step up. <laughs> I only pick her up on Fridays. But we took off from work Thursday. <laughs> and so she stays there the whole and week. And what happened? No, she stays in pick, after school. Pick a bar. What the hell is pick a bar? I'm Jordy Friday, knows what I'm talking I went about. To, I, I forgot it was Friday because I had all, Thursday off. I thought it was Monday. <laughs> and my wife, she didn't remind me like she always does. She goes, I thought you would be upset if I remind you. She always does. I said, I need you to tell me everything I oh, must do see, at all See, now time. here's a problem. I'll be your psychologist right now. You can't, if you have a responsibility, you can't turn around and blame I your, totally screwed up. Blame your wife for it was not like reminding you. I've been there. I've tried that a million times. I know, even I know that's wrong. I did forget, but I do <laughs> count on her to help me remember things. I need her for that. I do. I need. Or yeah, I have you, to write it down. You gotta smarten up, though. You can't live like that. So the day before, I go to Stepping Up. It's Friday night, and we're in fucking Queens. And now, I drop my kids off at school every morning. I take Kevin to 98, and then I take Sophia to the other school. And I go to her kindergarten thing, and I'm saying, oh, let me go get Kevin from class. Because in my mind, he's still in that school where he was in elementary school, and now he's in junior high. I went into the office, proclaimed that I was a teacher for my <laughs> child's stepping up ceremony, and demanded that my son be released from class. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And they're like, we have no Did you Kevin. have a union card what, in your hand? Like, when, what grade is he in? I'm like, what class is he in? I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Gave him his name, and he said, we have no Kevin. And then I looked at him, I said, oh, that's right. Kevin goes to junior high school now. No. You, you have early Yo, Alzheimer's. <laughs> it's bad. It's called No, ma- that's happened to me before. It's called Actually, menopause. Mario, I will tell you, uh, not less than a week and a half ago, <laughs> I was supposed to pick my son up from like a dance at high school. I oh. drove straight to the middle school, and I was like outside, like, wow, the parking's really easy around here. <laughs> I get out of the car, and I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't tell Colette this. Colette, if you're listening, I went to IS-25 by accident. <laughs> right. And then I had to take Francis Seuss Boulevard all the way down and try to pick up my son. You go into it's, auto drive, right? And then it's like enchantment under the Just sea. start yeah. driving somewhere. Exactly. I just started driving somewhere in autopilot. But, uh, you know, the boy is, is 15 years old. He was hanging out with his friends. He didn't, he, the longer I wait, the better off, the happier he was. So, <laughs> so you too surf, suffer from manopause? Yeah. <laughs> I've got something manopause. for that. I'm working on something. I forget uh, that I have a radio show until an hour before the show. Then I have to look up Bob Burton on Wikipedia. Oh, man. Me too. That's God. why I barely have Shows, man. You guys were weak tonight. <laughs> You're right. I love the show. I miss not being here for two weeks. I don't know about you guys, but I really have nothing to do. I tried to break in here last week. <laughs> I couldn't figure out where to put my no, membership. I heard you played cards at a, uh, at a social club with pictures of Frank Sinatra oh and like Jake LaMotta they on the wall. They took over the American Legion... American Legion. They took it over from these hardworking old veteran guys. Don't say where it is. And turned it into like a Goodfellas hangout. Oh, it's like insanity. You're talking about Fudd and uh, and Ricky oh, Rope. And if I the- see one more velvet <laughs> painting, I'm not even a real mobster, but somebody who played a mobster on TV. Uh, is it I'm one of those gonna- places they have like a velvet painting of like Scarface Ooh, shooting oh the guns? Speaking of mobsters. I just have to. I have to interject for a second. L and B Spumani. Uh, yeah, there was a um, mafia-related oh, pizza heard. crime. I don't know what you're talking about. That was a complete accident. The guy fell. Right. Yeah. Why right. did you write that, yeah. John? Why did you write that? Because I'm afraid of these. These guys are honest-working guys, man. I don't want to get on their wrong side. Right. These guys are plumbers. Good, good tax-paying Americans. Good tax-paying Americans. They help the neighborhood. They no, clean up the park. He got whacked. I heard somebody. No, knew he, he had fell. No, he, he fell in his backyard. No, no he somebody f- knew he had cash. He didn't get no. whacked, but he didn't get. Whacked as an inside Oh, you think job. it was a straight-up robbery? It, was a robbery. Yeah, he, it he, wasn't a hit? He fell no. onto some bullets. It wasn't no, about... It was a robbery. He was carrying a lot why, of money. Why... It what? wasn't about the secret of the sauce. What, in his pocket? Why during the day in his backyard? Why not get He's him on the street? He's coming home from this job, and they knew that's, I, that's no, what I read. His, he was in his backyard, Mary. He was coming home. No, he was in his backyard. Oh, I guess you can come home through your backyard. Mamma mia. Here we go again. There's These no such guys, thing as the There's mob. no such thing, and uh, the guy, I rest in peace, tragic accident. Terrible. Tragic. Tragic accident. That's all I know. Now that's the tell you. It was probably a robbery. The neighborhood's going to hell. Right. It was probably one of them colored fellas, I believe. I think it's one of those minorities. Definitely was not. A, you know, they haven't had a shooting there in like two years. Really? In that neighborhood. What neighborhood is that? Dyka Heights. Dyka Heights. You got any more news, Jody? No. That's You're it. in charge of news tonight. No, the I floor didn't see, is yours. No, I didn't Just the that. Italian that happens to get whacked in his yard. You have the, to bring that up. The well, guy. No, 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 no. I was interested tra- because it was a pizza-related pizza, yeah. crime. He just tried to make sauce. He was a good man, and he had nothing to do whatsoever with <laughs> organized you are meglio de tutti posti. Non c'è nudo to meglio de me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I just said? No. There's no such thing as the mom, and go away. Yeah. I said... I'm the best around. Ain't nobody going to put me down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ryan, do you have a game for us this week? Yeah, let's play it. All right, let's play it, man. All right. Play a team game. I've been wanting to do that all night. (laughs) (laughs) 
Team game. All right. Can I be on Jody's team? Yes. She's smart. She's nice. also the closest one to you. Oh. <laughs> Which makes it a lot easier for me. So Partner by proxy. Yep. Are we doing it? Are we doing We're it? We're going to do it. Yeah, can you go I on a different microphone game. so me and Jody can sit next to each other? After I'm done explaining, <laughs> I'm going to be bouncing around. So, yes. Sorry, I'm trying to, I just threw out a little, I All was right. trying to hit on Jody a little. So basically, uh, you have to guess the clue that, uh, that you see without just saying the name of the clue itself. So you'll get right. a category, you say it's movies. You'll have to try to explain to the other person what movie it is without actually saying ah, the movie. Okay. Like, like password? Yeah. Uh, more like the $25,000 period. Okay. Right. Like charades, but with words. Yeah. So okay. You so can't it, say any of the words that are there. So it's, it's like that game with the, you put the thing on your head. Explain the rules one more time. All right. Please. No, let's just jump right into you. I, I bet you get it right away. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it is password. You're right. It's password. Yeah. It's password a great game. Schmancy. No, it's actually twenty five. I was listening to this. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's from a few months ago. <laughs> you can keep explaining it without using only one. I have the theme for twenty five thousand dollar pyramid right here. It's no, the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Yeah, don't be be quiet. I can't look it up. <laughs> uh, here's your host, Dick Clark, Chuck Willery. <laughs> Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn. It's the I match was, game. I was listening to Bob this game. Eubanks. <laughs> Bob Special Eubanks. guest Shelly Duvall. Peter Tamarkin. <laughs> Shadow Stevens. Burt Convey. <laughs> Burt Convey. Rest in peace, Burt Convey. You know, you know him as BJ Honeycutt, this guy. <laughs> Special guest Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. How'd I get in here? Phyllis here's, Diller. Here's your host, Wink Martindale. <laughs> Take it away, Wink. All right, so John and Susie over here are our team. On the panel, oh, Martin makes, Luther King Jr., Charles Nelson Riley. Me and Brian. Ready, Brian? I'm ready, Freddie. <laughs> oh, Mario. yes. Let's play the right, pressure luck. I'm you're on the Mario re- patio. You're going to read for Jody. I, I will read to Jody, and right. Jody will have to guess the answer. Right. Okay. okay, here we go. Do I look at it? Okay. All right, here we go, Jody. You ready? We're going to kill this. Um, where's... He's Waldo. Good... Yes, go. Uh, <laughs> he is a Teddy Blank, and he is a English stuffed animal. Bear. Yeah, but he's got a raincoat. Paddington. Yes, go. Um, this guy, he was in West Philadelphia, was born and raised on the playground is where he spent most of his days. <laughs> Yo, home, smell you later. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. And, and Fresh Prince. Yeah. <laughs> These are easy ones. Um, this uh, Jocko is like, this battery lasts long. Uh, uh, Energizer. Yeah, yes. Oh, oh. oh but it's the rabbit. So. Oh, the, oh, the Energizer bunny. Right. Okay. Uh, this guy, he's a complete herb of a superhero. He hates Iron Man in the latest movie. He hates him. Oh, jeez. Uh, he's he's uh, loves the country, and he has a shield of the flag with the star Captain on it. Captain America. Yeah. Hey, come on. <laughs> How much time? Um, this is left? not Mickey. This, but his wife. Minnie. Got it. And don't forget, you fucked up the first one. Oh, you got them all right. So add me a point. Wow. No, you, the first one you, p- you got hit them pass. All We're right. in trouble, Brian. Everything here, you got right. One, two, three, four, no, five, we got six. This, you got, we got them all right. We yeah. Good job, Jody. Six. Six points to go fast. I listened to this. Who's gonna read? Oh, you're the best. I listened to this from a few months back, and Hairdo killed it. But I was on John's team. 
So I'm a little worried I'm going to screw you up, Brian. You are terrible at this game. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hold on. I'm, my I got you, babe. Are Good luck. Stuck. We're playing the Ryan game. Ryan wait, is wait, wait, doing wait, a remote. Stop. Stop. Time, time, time. Time. No, no. Don't okay. give me the answers. Switch it. Switch it. Give it. It's too late. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Just play the game. Oh, no, 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 I do know who he is. It's a uh, walk like a no, no, no. He hangs out in the jungle, and he's heavy set, and he talks so to the, the kid. Jungle. Nope. He talks to the kid from the Jungle Go Book. Go to the next. Jungle Book? Nope. Jungle Book? Mowgli. The bear. Oh, fuck. Go to the I next one. We're going to lose. Next, next. Okay, pass. He is the alias of Spider-Man from Queens. Uh, Peter Parker. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Sh um, Speak into the microphones. She is, um... You have to pass. Yeah, I'm thinking you know, of, yeah, pass. <laughs> uh, it's the guy with from the Peanuts with the striped shirt and the bald head. Uh, Linus. No! no. He's, <laughs> <Linus>. <laughs> this is the guy who slings webs. Spider-Man. Thank you. This is, um, Benjamin... Banner. No. <laughs> Benjamin Moore. No. Benjamin Franklin. Thank you. <laughs> Say more clues. Wow. Say more clues. That I'm was terrible music. Benjamin. There's a million Benjamins You're in this the world. You're the worst. Around. Okay. If I said Benjamin, what's the first thing that came to your mind, John? Netanyahu. Uh, <laughs> we just did Spider-Man. I'm, I'm on the comic book. The first thing that came to my mind was Brat. Benjamin Brat. out of here. It was. Six to four. You got to say like, like he like, flew a kite. Right, he had a right. key. Yeah, of I said that. He's it's like, amazing. He didn't say anything. I was getting there. All right, you guys got four points. It's, it's amazing. Six six to four. Mario, Mario's right. like, Ben Vereen. <laughs> Jody, you're going to read the question. No, that was all your fault, music off. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Brian, we'll do better. Don't worry, Brian. Don't worry. Don't listen to me. I have to guess. Okay. Here we go. One. Greedo. Star shot, Wars. Shot. Empire Strikes Back. Greedo, uh, Han Solo. Shot. First. <laughs> I have no idea who the Pass. fuck that is. Pass. Um, twenty-four hours. Tom, Keeper he, Sutherland. Uh, uh, twenty-four. Who did, who did he play? Oh, Jack Bauer. Wow. The right. sky is I'm falling, impressed. and I A want my little. mommy. Right. God damn it, we're getting housed. Holy uh, shit, Batman. Yo, yo, girl, I want to go take you outside and get you pregnant. Cat calling? Uh, uh, he, he picks up. <laughs> he's Liz Lemon's nemesis. Oh, uh, Tracy Morgan, Tracy Jordan. Yes. Uh, he, he's here in the barrage with us Brian. in fiberglass form. Rodney Dangerfield. No. Uh, Chevy Chase. He's got red hair. Uh, Ronald McDonald. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin oh, Moore. Homie, homie, homie Simpson's wife. Oh, uh, Marge Simpson. Uh, you used to have a painting of him in your rehearsal space. Ah! Uh, time's up. You heard the lady. A painting. A Hulk Hogan? You got one, no. two, three, four, five, six. You got seven right. Yeah. What, Ryan, what did we get? The only one you missed was Michael. We got four. Yeah. Who, who the fuck is that guy? Who? Steve Crow. Brian, who was the oh. first oh, one that he kept sticking on? I can't remember now. Who was the first one here? I have. Yeah, we cannot be stopped. I have know. two questions. Oh, no, no, no. What's the category? No, wait, wait, wait. I remember. Everyone calm down. We're on the air. <laughs> Mario. It was Famous Blue. character. It was Blue the Don't Bear. Don't get nervous. Blue the Bear from Jungle Book. I know Blue. Here we go. I, I know Blue. Here we go. Here's Ryan. I mean, Watch Mario how you give clues, buddy. Watch how you give clues. Okay. Al Pacino played this guy. Scarface. <laughs> oh, the, the psychiatrist uh, who had this 30-minute show. Dr. Katz. No, no, he had a brother. Um, oh, Fraser. That's right. Come oh, on. the Wizard of Oz. He's one of the characters. Uh, Cowardly Lion, a Tin Man. Keep going. Sh a scarecrow. Yes. 
Oh, that's got, this guy only comes in a bottle. He's, uh, he's a, <laughs> an agent that you... Show some respect, uh, you two. The opposite of, of Miss Dirty. Mr. Clean. That's right. Just say he looks like you, musical. All right. All right. Uh, nursery going, rhymes. Nursery rhymes. Uh, Mother Goose. That's right. Fuck off. Wow. Oh, one. this is a green ogre. Uh, Shrek. Keep moving. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> wow. Keep moving. Nice round. Pass. Come on, it's got to be over. Oh, fuck, come on. Oh, Batman likes this lady. She's not a bat, but she's cat, a... A cat woman. What's her name? Catwoman. Give me that one. I, I, That's how you give a clue, Brian Musicoff. Enjoy that free well pass. Done, <laughs> well done, Mary. Well done. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They did very well. Right, seven. Not See, bad. I turn into like Menchie Woody Allen. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a character from the movie. The uh, thing with the thing. The, uh, oh, my God. So this this guy bad. only comes in a bottle. Sounds like me on a Friday night. It's Robin Williams as the genie. I'm over here. I'm over here. Why does Mr. Clean never get anybody pregnant? Why? Why? He only comes in a bottle. Uh, oh, dun, dun. I have a really horrible one for off air. I will tell you off air. So what did you guys? Is it I'm just fucking this pudding? No. <laughs> so what did you guys get in the last round? Uh, seven. Seven. You got seven. So you had you had six and seven. Six the score is thirteen to eleven. Right? Did we not get Catwoman? You, you kicked ass. You did not. What? No, I oh, said Catwoman. Really? You didn't make it in time. Fuck. Oh, wow. You just said Catwoman. Your timer went times. on forever, man. Yeah. You got an extra break. I loved. I knew it. Mrs. Oh, Dirty. Got, <laughs> Mrs. I used to date her. No, that's what. That's what gave me the answer. Mrs. The opposite Dirty. of Mrs. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way. That's right. a way, great way to do it. Okay. You got to access different parts of the mind for this game. Are you ready? So you want to do one more round? Yeah. All right. Who wants One more to round. We have 15 minutes. I say switch it up. It should yeah, be the you, opposite of yeah. the way. No, don't switch it up, Brian. Let yes, me read to you, Brian. Ryan, it has to be a new category. Make then. a choice. Right. Ryan, it has to be you go, I go, you go, I go. I think oh. you could do a better job reading. Okay, you go. So What's it? So Yugoslavian car? I think you're John gonna... has to read to me this That's time, right. I think. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. I got my game face on. Are you ready, Jody? I'm ready. One. You got this. Go. Popeye's girlfriend. Olive oil. Correct. Um, she has a shield. She's a superhero. She's like kind of like Superman, but she's a girl. Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Correct. She doesn't have a shield. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Race, jo Johnny Race Depp has these uh, implements for hands. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. <laughs> Scissors. <laughs> oh, I said hands. Fuck. Ah. Um, Take it away Miss from Miss Piggy's him. paramour. Uh, Kermit. Correct. Um, Marge Simpson's husband. Damn it! The Sex in the City main character. Uh, uh, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Um, this guy lives in the pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah. um, these are two guys on Sesame Street that live together. Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Correct. Uh, this is uh, pass. Pass. Um, this is the guy. He's Family Guy, the main guy. Uh, uh, Peter Griffin. Yep. Uh, this is uh, um, a To Kill a Mockingbird main character. Uh, Scout. No, the the lawyer. Atticus Finch. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Good. Uh, he loves um, to eat sweets, nice and he's job. a blue beast. What a round. <laughs> Oh my God, Brian! Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I have a, I, I wait. I have a question. How did Atticus Finch get in a whole raft of questions <laughs> right? about the Muppets? That was insane. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Those are all like legitimacy? puppet questions. Atticus John? Finch. If I had that, I'd have to say it's a kind of a bird. And John, wow. John's gonna be a runner. Wow, you're at a school teacher. You never read To Kill a Mockingbird. You guys are so no. smart. You never saw the movie. You I probably points. did and forgot. I have menopause. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> you have 21 points right now for you. Boom. Guys, you have Bradley. to score 10 points this round. We could do it. You could do it? We could All do right. it. Here we go. 
How many questions are there? Ten. There's as many as you can handle. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you better get your flipping hand ready. You're asking me? I don't know anything about characters. I can give clues. I'm a clue giver, damn it. No, you can't lobby. It's your turn. Put it on his head. No, I don't care. He loves to eat sweets and he's a blue beast. Put it on his head. I'll tell him. It was so, so hard not to say cookie or damn monster. Be concise. All right, here's Mario and Brian Musical. Characters? Go. Uh, pass. I don't know who that is. Pass Microphone. I don't know who it is. Pass. Off to a great start. Pass. I don't know who it is. Pass. <laughs> okay, it's they drove a car off a cliff in a movie. Thelma and Louise. Yes. Okay, she's the paramour of Donald Duck. You said duck, no good. Fuck. Don't uh, say that. Don't duck. fall to the trap. I don't know who it is. Pass. Okay, it's a cartoon, a comic strip about a um, a Great Dane. Marmaduke. Good. Right. <laughs> uh, 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 what the hell? It's from Cinderella? <laughs> who gave who gave the glass slipper? Yes. What, what was his name, the character? Prince Charming. Thank you. Right. Uh, he had the playhouse. Pee-wee. Thank you. Come on. I don't know. Just pass if I you don't know. know. Go, go, go. <laughs> Go, damn it! Yes, we're in the foxhole here. We're in the fire. We had good passing. Okay, this is Le Bart Simpson's. Oh, fuck! You said Simpson. God, you did the same mistakes they did. I know. I know. I know. Did you take their two points off with the ones that they did? Yes, yes. And we got, didn't get it. You got eleven with taking two off. No, we we, we uh, yeah no we didn't have to. We, all he has to do is count them up. He's got it right and wrong, flipping it up oh, and down. No, you guys got four right. So God, I don't know who a lot of them were. Mary. That's it. Congratulations so, to. Yeah. Oh, come Frank on. Frank and uh, Regina for winning the Ryan <laughs> okay. game. All right, congratulations. Oh, Dan, it's over. over and hug Jody. No, hugs. No. I have to give Affection. clues. No. That was bad, Brian. What the hell happened? We fell apart. Happy 4th of July. Yeah. We got, uh, oh, my gosh. We got a bad, got dealt a bad hand. I didn't know who any we of the We watched them say The Simpsons. Got and dealt a bad hand. We are masters And you did the same two things. We could play this 100 times and you will lose every time. No, I disagree. Maybe, maybe you get two. No. My clue-giving abilities Listen, are far supersede anyone's. No. Jody and I and are I on the ball. And I was allow not allowed to do it twice. I demand a recount. Always team up with Jody. That was your first mistake. Game selection <laughs> is, is the... Uh, John, yeah. we got to practice. They're going to make us play up at the house, and we got to practice our skills. Okay? <laughs> we got to get it right. Hey, I, had a, I had a pretty great round thanks to your clues. <laughs> you did. That was yeah. our most successful round. All right, very good. What did I win? Two tickets to Dangerfield. All right. Well, let's go see some comedy, everybody. Uh, right. Where's Cassius, man? We got to send him those tickets. Don't don't welch on that. He's waiting. I'm not. I will. <laughs> don't I don't know. Welch He's on supposed that. to stay on the line and talk to Garrett. I got all his information right here. <laughs> Writing it down. Hey, I got your information right over here. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bob Burt. Thanks, Bob. Great interview there, Bob Burt. Great awesome. get, Brian, yeah. years ago. Thanks. Yes. Thank Bob Burt. Great, great interview, John Hulahan. Drummer of Sonic Youth. My God. Well, and then, and, then and many other things. Yeah. And many and many more. Can I plug my show? Jim? Yes, please yeah. do. I would love for that. So, so um, my first museum exhibition, where I have a curatorial credit, is opening oh. tomorrow. Mm. Wow! Um, for reasons that I can't go into, I can't say the name of the museum <laughs> on the air. But it is a museum located in downtown Brooklyn, <laughs> and <laughs> it's got choo -choo. it's got subway cars <laughs> in it. So it's the name of the city. And the method that 
Must be some sort of a transit museum. Perhaps. I can c- neither confirm nor deny that. You're I'll a, man, edit you're that a out woman of, the show. of mystery here. But, but this is an exhibition called uh, Five Cents to Dreamland, A Trip to Coney Island. It's about the history nice. of the transportation used to get to Coney Island and what people did when they got there. Beginning in the 1800s. Uh, I've worked on it for six months. Thank you. That's great. It's made me completely fucking crazy, and it's finally up, and I'm really excited to hear what people think about it. And you co-curated this? I co-curated it. Are they going to be serving snacks at this (laughs) opening? It's just just opening to the public tomorrow. The the wine and cheese opening is later in the month. Can I go to that? Uh, probably not, because I been, don't want anybody I know going to Excuse me, to Jody. It. <laughs> I've been to that museum many times, and I'm an award-winning uh, representative of the art community in our in our city. I, I still don't want you coming to the wine and cheese opening. Oh, I'll find it. My, I'm not. I, my my parents are. Not I have connections coming. in the art world. <laughs> and I, the Mets are back online. I'm not even inviting excuse my me. parents. I was just in Times Square for my students' excuse unveiling me. of her artwork in the middle of Times Square on the big I screen. I saw that. It was amazing. That was amazing. I did not make a buffoon of myself. I'm that not, does not equate free wine and cheese. That does not. That's not it's how not life I works. I think you're going to be a buffoon. I just don't want people that I know having to meet people that I. Work with. How oh, about I don't introduce to myself? Yeah, I don't, I don't I, talk to you. Well, now that you said it, there's something I'm interested in. I'd like <laughs> to go to it. I won't say. I won't say well, hello. We to won't you. say it, anything to you. We'll just me and Mario will walk through, in, eat some wine and cheese, just, in tuxedos. Just, security, security detail. Yeah. Chucha Marone. That's right. Just we'll have the earpieces. Show and and it's open from July 2nd until December 4th, so there's plenty of time to go. And uh, I'm really proud of it. And I I I did a lot of work on it. I will go. I found go. some awesome stuff. Even if I can't go to the wine and cheese, I'm going to go, Jody, because I'd like Can to I see what you're up to. bring my own cheese to the museum? Uh, eating is not allowed uh, except in the lunchroom. I don't like this. How about <laughs> wine? Like, so we bring our own wine if it's in a plastic sack? <laughs> you, you can drink it in the lunchroom. Well, well, then that's to, it. Why do you have to involve food and alcohol and everything? Can't you just go enjoy the museum? That's for part a, of my problem. An hour? I got the menopause. <laughs> well, thank you, Jody. We're all proud of you. That sounds awesome. Yes, like it is a good that. job, Jody. Thank you. And you, uh, well, I don't want to ask too many details. Can we take the, we take a virtual ride through, uh, from where to Coney Island? From anywhere? Oh well, it's it's not like a virtual. No, well, in your but, in the mind's eye. Um, it, it's you know, it's it's just a lot of the railroads that you that became the. D train and the F train and the Q yeah. train, which go to Coney Island, Coney Island started, out as, ho- started out as started out as horse drawn street railroads. Was it was it so big that that the uh, you know was the beach such a draw that they it, made the subways go there first? There well, were times where it was like sardine. I cans, guess there's nothing right? in the middle though. You know, there's all this land. It started as well. There were in the beginning, it's like Brazil, in the beginning of its. Uh, incarnation as a resort it was mostly rich people out there that um, yeah that was a summering spot a- andrew culver built two huge hotels and attracted so it was flushing, like millionaires right and stuff yeah and so you know, it was college a, point people used to go there and it'd be a big vacation yes he did that's so. fine my parents met in coney island Oh, if yeah. it wasn't for Coney Island, I might not be here chatting uh, with you, God damn it, fellows Coney and Island. ladies. Apparently, my grandparents <laughs> spent quite a lot of time conceiving their children at Coney Island, which I didn't <laughs> learn until the other day. Yeah. So. Fucking on the beach, huh? Uh, perhaps. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Mario likes to go to sleep there, there, so when he wakes up, he's on the beach. There, I do. It's one of my top pe- ten picks of New York <laughs> City. 
You go to a baseball game and the beach. You go to the sleepover at the baseball game. You get to sleep in the outfield. And then when they kick you out, you just go straight to the beach and pass out. I'm talking about Atlantic City when you're like, uh, you play poker to like four in the morning. That's number yeah. seven. And then you would go on the and beach. Then, and then you stagger out. And That's you're like, number oh my seven. God. The and baseball, like, so the Coney get, Island you're gonna, one. You're going to get stabbed on the beach. He's like, oh, it's great. You sleep for a couple of hours. You wake up, you're on the beach. Everyone's partying. You're on the beach. That's right. It's a nice summer day. You're at the beach with all the other beachgoers. You're laying there with slacks on. <laughs> Your pockets slashed open. You know. No. No, it's always been nice. But it, I, the one at Coney Island is better than the one at Atlantic City. Because you got baseball and the beach. This way you have poker and then the beach. I don't like the two combinations. Right. And then back to poker. That's <laughs> no, too much. Okay. Too much. Too mm-hmm. much. But you they both to, have really good skinny dipping. You go to play your hand and the lobster falls out of your shirt. <laughs> Clams. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, Bob Burt. Thank Is you, Jody time? Shapiro. Thank you, Ryan Collison, for Thank the Ryan you. game and everything else. Thank you, Mario Asaro, for your knowledge of all things cheap. Oh, the other thing he did was he gets... <laughs> Glad he, we're all back. He emails his ticket rep and gets this lady... Brilliant! ...to, to bring uh, Brilliant! Kevin a... Uh, uh, a bag of a gift bag from birthday I, stuff. Yeah, I said oh. like, oh. get a gift bag. It's yeah, his birthday. so she shows up, and uh, you know she you can tell she doesn't want to be there, and she gives him this bag, and uh, it's got all this stuff. And Mario missed bucket hat day, right? But <laughs> this motherfucker had a bucket hat on by the end of the day. You <laughs> out. I was holding it for him. You're holding it for him today. There it is. Yeah, there it is. That's what he reminded me. This kid right here. <laughs> I can't yeah. wear wear to, wait to wear when we go fishing, Captain. <laughs> I want ah, one of those bucket yes, hats so fish. bad. Mario. He looks at looks over at me with this huge smile on his face and the bucket hat. He goes, "I missed bucket hat day." <laughs> <laughs> That's called karma. He, you he has to take. There, there's always a tax with Mario. Like if his kid wins something, there's a tax. Whatever it is, it's gonna, he's going to take one item. Right. La- somebody taught me that a pr- everything comes service is something you pay. Is the rent you pay for a living? Right. And that's the way. You then he tries to tell the person about my seats. He goes to the lady. Uh, well, John, my friend John here has a plan, a twenty game plan. He wants to move down to these seats. And she's like, oh, uh, who's your rep? And I go, oh, the ticket rep is this guy. All you need is a few. She didn't want anything to do with that. But you still got to push every angle. All every, you every need angle. is a few losing seats. I just wanted to introduce you. I wanted to be cordial. I appreciate it. I, you know, that's I, what I do. I don't sit there when you know somebody and I just stand there like an idiot and, and hoping you might say, hey, this is my fucking fucked up friend Mario. <laughs> <laughs> No, it worked out good. I it's like, a numbers game with you. You think if, if you throw a hundred scams, a couple of years ago, at people, no, a couple ten years of them ago, will go through. I I did the procedure and I got his name on the board for his birthday. And me and that Yankee guy, that I told I totally forgot he didn't like the Mets. I I we went to the game with him and I said I'm never gonna bring him again. And what did I do? I brought him yesterday. Crying Anthony. Yeah, oh, we yeah. talked about it. Poor <laughs> guy. What the hell anyway, happened? Did you talk I, to him when he got home? Did you it, I totally forgot. The minute the first pitch was thrown, I remembered. I flashed back to the last birthday I took him with him right, and Kevin. But I was saying in the beginning that uh, you know it wouldn't be so bad. He heckled the team yeah. nonstop every inning. He never left his seat screaming. I took him to the bathroom once. I, 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 <laughs> I he slept over. I took. I I don't know this kid. I take I take him to the bathroom. I'm like I went in the urinal. A mile away from him, right. I'm like, I don't know this kid. I don't want to. I don't know anything. By the end of the night, he's maybe that's why he's, he's crying. By the end of yeah. the night, he's got his head buried in our shoulders. The poor kid. I told him, you, you dish it out. This is what happens. Just be ready for a little good natured ribbing the other way. Who's a said, Yankees fan anyway? I know. I said you, you really had no vested interest in the Cubs. You could have been a little more polite. He, you know, <laughs> yeah, it would have been fine. 
if he heckled us once or twice. It was constant through the entire yeah, game. Yeah, well, so what, did, what does your son think of all this? So what, is this he, common for this kid? Uh, look, he's, he's, he's my son's best friend. He slept over last night. Everything he was didn't cool even this sit morning. with us on the train. Everything was cool this morning. <laughs> Let him get, go through it. You know, it's fine. It's part of his growing well, process. Did Kevin sure. say he does this all the time? Give or the is kid this a, a break. Su- was this a he's surprise? He's a contrarian. Thing? That's what he is. But he's a sensitive contrarian. I see. <laughs> I, I guess. I you saw are... a sensitive contrarian <laughs> open for Sonic Youth at CBGB's in 86. No. So, so anyway, a few years ago, Bob I, Bird I had got just to been fired sign up on the board. And this year, I, I called late. And she said, you can't do it. It's too late. Plus, now you have to pay. Money goes to charity. They don't just let you do it anymore. So I, but it was too late. So at the day of the game, that morning, I just emailed. I said, I don't know if this is far-fetched. But you think you could get fan assistant to bring him up a little autograph something or a birthday gift? I've been a season ticket holder for 30 years. I've been there. That's his big line. I've been a season years. ticket yeah. holder for 30 years. Well, that's that's the one that works. Yeah. That's because it's true, sir. The whole fucking Western Borough knows. And the Mets will Eat suck, and they'll give you guys everything you want soon. Don't worry about it. But for now, just take what they give you and smile. And I got a nice birthday gift bag for my son. And yes, there is a bucket hat. And you ended up with it. Well, Mario's like, so what else can we get for free? She, she's like, well, Reyes is coming back. You know, I think that he um, never had his son like, in mind. In this whole the company, thing. Like, no, he did. He did. He did. He got the, the boy had a good day. He did. Well, maybe not. That's not true. Uh, he got a taste, though. No, listen, he had to bring his daughter. I felt for him. It was it was long. She, she was actually, fine. She's a trooper. She was actually fine. I thought that was going to be a nightmare. No offense to your kid, but, you know. I thought it's that maybe it's always a risk. Yeah, she lasted age. a long time. She did great. Mar- Mario has talk. the right idea. He keeps feeding them snacks constantly the entire time. Yeah, by nachos. And you have to ration the snacks <laughs> the works. proper way. No, no, way. it's uh, gummies, popcorn, and kettle corn, and peanuts. Right, That'll go a long way. <laughs> and M and M's. Not a bad idea. <laughs> All right, Met, uh, Met, did we win? Or it's Indeed. still going on. We're still winning going. ten to two. For God's sakes! What time is it, it's Captain? Four o'clock in the morning. It's time to go. We have uh, no minutes left, and uh, thank you everyone for listening to live from the broadcast. Good thank to you, be Bob back. Bird. Thank you everybody. I think I thanked everybody already. I, well, what page am I on? This is terrible. <laughs> uh, Elaine, if you're listening, I do love you. Oh, we amazing. will make this marriage right. And Kelly Johnson with a single. Mets winning ten two in the bottom of the seventh. I'm going to call this game right now and put it in the books. And we'll see you next week with Anthony Boza. Author of Artie Lang's book, Slash's book, and Tommy Lee's book. We're going to have him in the studio live. We'll see you then. Thank you, Kona Neutron. Thank you, Radio Nope. See you next time. Put it in the books. Put it in the books. Put it in the books. Tommy, how do you eat a bean about a booty in my booty? Tooth bar dinner. Thank you. I am on Facebook. Put it in the box! Yo, Kev. <laughs> See you at Catch Club. Oh, my God. Fucking beef flew in my mouth. Holy shit. Because the light was on.